Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. <clears throat> Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. We'll wake up each in Jesus' name. Is that all right? All right, let's go.
I got a pause right there. Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Waking Up With Your Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home. Case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and continue to play, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the reprise, and we're going to just go ahead and take a moment just to pray. Is that okay? Is that all right? All right, all right, because that song continues to actually go into a reprise. That's another four minutes. But I was like, hold on, let me stop and greet the people first. So I'm going to go ahead and cut to it, and then we're coming right back.
morning, good morning, good morning. I hope y'all can hear me well. Quick up fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work somewhere, working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right attitude, right inspiration, all that good, right stuff, because I believe by faith that when you start your day off with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, with a little, you know what I'm saying, some of the right things, things tend to go a little bit better. Big problems don't seem as big when you understand that God got you. See, people don't understand what the preachers be saying when they say, when I look back over my life. See, sometimes we got it too good because we don't know how it is to go through hard times. We don't know how it is to go through struggle. We think that we're not supposed to go through nothing. But I thank God that every day that I wake up, that there may not be a struggle for me, but I'm pushing towards the destiny that God has for me. So it's going to come with a little trial. It's going to come with a little error. It's going to come with some aggravations, irritations, and frustrations. But if I keep God before me and continue to follow his path, guess what? All things are going to work together for my good. With that being said, let me go ahead and hop into prayer really quickly, and then we're going to cut into our next song, and then we're going to come back so we can keep this thing rolling. Amen? Amen. God, we thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, just for waking us up this morning. God, we thank you, O oh God, for the roof over our heads, shoes on our feet, clothes in our back, God, uh, uh, with the food in our belly. God, we thank you, O oh God, for everything that you have blessed us with. God, we thank you for fresh breath, O oh God, and we thank you that you woke us up with a sober mind, God, a mind to want to be a blessing to you and your people. God, we thank you, O oh God, that you woke us up with a purpose, a assignment, and a destiny. We thank you, O oh God, for the grace of today. We thank you, O oh God, that no weapon formed against us was able to prosper, and you allowed us to be blessed on today that as we slept and slumber, oh God, that you protected our faith, our family, and our finances. So God, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. We thank you, oh God, that you protected us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you continuously provide for us, oh God. God, before we come to you asking you for anything, God, we want to take a moment to stop and give you glory, praise, and honor for all things and for everything that you've done, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And we thank you, oh God, for we are the sheep of your pasture, and you continuously guide us down the corridors of life. God, we bless your holy name on today, oh God. And God, we even take a moment, oh God, as an appreciation, oh God, uh, to give you honor, oh God. We come to take a moment, oh God, to repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, anything that we may have done, oh God, to offend you or your people, God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. God, calls us to walk in forgiveness concerning every person that may have harmed us, sinned against us, oh God, that may have offended us, oh God. And even as we uh, forgive them, God, we ask that people will begin to forgive us, oh God, for everything that we may have done, oh God. We ask that you will blot out our sins, oh God. Throw them away for us, the east is from the left, oh God, and continue to allow us to walk pure. Let us be effective in the assignment that you have called for us, oh God, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit, oh God, that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. And we thank you, God, that as we pray right now, we believe by faith that all things are working together. We believe by faith that as we pray now, we pray and we receive it, God. We thank you right now, God, that even as we come to you, you're giving us our daily bread, you're giving us our daily portion. We thank you, oh God, that you're downloading into us the wisdom that we need on God on today, the love, the patience, the gentleness, the meekness that we need on today. We thank you, oh God, that you're stirring up the gifts in us, oh God, on today, that we'll be a blessing unto others, God. We ask that you will open us up, oh God, to receive the, the blessings that you have for us. Open us up to receive the revelation that you have for us. Open us up to receive the healing and the deliverance that you have for us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, 
because we are willing vessels. God, we say tabernacle us on today, oh God. Let us resound our testimonies unto you on today, God, that it'll be a sweet savoring flavor to your nostrils, God. We thank you, God, that as we pray now, God, that we are coming together into unity. God, we thank you for every person connected to this room and under the sound of my voice. God, I ask that you'll continuously bless them, oh God, enlarge their territory, oh God. Touch their hands that everything that they do, oh God, shall be fruitful, prosperous, and productive. God, touch their feet that everywhere they go, they shall walk in dominion and in power. God, we thank you that even as you touch their eyes now, that they'll begin to see in the realm of the spirit, God. That as you touch their mouth, they'll begin to decree and declare the oracles and the prophecies of the Lord. God, we thank you, oh God, that even as you touch their ears now, God, they are hearing you clearer, God. We thank you now, God, for the work that you're doing in our life. God, we thank you, oh God, for new checks, new sales, new raises, new bonuses, new commissions. God, we thank you for new doors, new opportunities, new windows. God, we thank you for new portals opening. God, we thank you, oh God, for everything that you're doing in our life. God, we ask that you'll continue to bless this room. God, even as people come in here to listen, laugh, and learn, God, we ask that you'll be, that uh, they will be educated, that they'll be edified, that they'll be entertained, and they will be elevated in the name of Jesus. And Father, even as we decree and declare these things on today, God, we know that as we go forth on today, God, we'll have an assignment to fulfill your purpose. God, we ask that you'll cause our mind and our heart to come into alignment with your will so we will not be distracted, delayed, denied, discouraged, or devoured, but we will go forth, God, into destiny. And it's in Jesus' name we thank you. As we decree it and declare, we say thank you. As we decree it and declare, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because y'all know I'm going to go on and go on and go on. But I thank God because he is a blessing to me. He is a blessing to me. Mama, you know, I don't like waking up with all this crazy stuff in my spirit because, you know, they got all these songs that be on TikTok that they just be singing. The kids know all the songs to all the songs on TikToks and all the lyrics and all this other stuff. But don't know Jesus. I don't know how. I don't know how. But one thing that I woke up with my, in my spirit this week is, 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 God, thank you for being a friend. I don't know why, but I said, God, thank you for being a friend. And y'all know we always do news and hot topics on here. And I just recently seen that Matthew Perry had passed away. And that was Chandler on Friends. And I thank God because even though he had some trauma in, some, in his life, even though he had some issues in his life, guess what? He still made an impact and he was still a friend to many people. And I thank God that even in this season, God is still my friend. So I'm going to go ahead and stop right there because I ain't coming here to preach. That's why these other people come in here for. We're going to go ahead and get to that part next, but I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song so we can get to the scripture of the day, and then we're going to come right, 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 right on back, because y'all know how it is. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and ping some people in the room. Let them know that we're live. Go ahead and share this 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 room with somebody, because I believe that this is a blessing. Sometimes we always talk about, hey, let's spread the gospel. Let's spread the gospel. Okay, well, let's spread the good vibes. Let's spread the good news. Let's spread the good energy. Let's spread what Jesus spread, and that's about being a good person. So how about we just spread them? And then we can start off with ministering to people and all that other stuff next. I tell y'all, we gotta learn how to catch fish before we clean it. But listen, let me cut to my song and then we coming right, right back. I He's my friend. He's my brother. He's my pastor. I bring to the stage at this time Pastor Marvin L. It's a little song that we sang on an album a while ago 
Each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you called off work today. Whatever the case may be, this is make sure you start off your day the right way. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no headaches, hang up. You know what I'm saying? Because you're definitely going to have some of those. But when you got Jesus as a friend, when you wake up to God, trust in him, you know what I'm saying? Even when you go to sleep, all things work together for your good. When I tell you, Mama Lynn, all things just work together for your good. I ain't going to tell you. People act like, you know what I'm saying, like, I just got a, life, a, a perfect life and all that other stuff sometimes. I tell them, no, I don't. But listen, when you understand God got, got you, when you understand that weeping man endure for a night, when you understand that I had some dark and weary nights and he still covered me and I woke up in the morning, everything was all right. Trust me, I don't have nothing to be sad about. And trust me, I might cry, but them tears of joy in Jesus' name. Y'all better learn how to get tears of joy. People think that you only cry when you sad. No, baby, you need to go up and get tears of joy. God make me so happy. I cry sometimes. Lord, have mercy. But let me stop. Let me stop and get into the scripture of the day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let me get into the scripture of today. The scripture of today comes from 1 Peter chapter number 5, starting at the 8th verse into the 9th verse. 1 Peter chapter number 5 from the 8th to the 9th. And this is from the New International Version brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And it reads, Be alert and of sober mind. For your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there and read it one more time because I know you're slow, but you're worth waiting for. Amen. Amen. Listen, it says be sober and alert. It says be be alert and sober of mind. I mean, let me not read it backwards because we read it backwards in the, other, in the other translation. It says be alert and of sober mind because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 
resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. And listen, I tell y'all every each and every day, my little disclaimer, that I ain't nobody's senior leader, nobody's doctor, theologian, or expert, and all that other stuff. But one thing I do believe is that every person who believes in the Lord has a testimony. Every person who believes in God has a story to tell. And my story on today is from this very scripture because there was a season in my life, Mama Lynn, where I wasn't always sober of mind. You know what I'm saying? There was a season in my life where I was always on, on, on level 10. I couldn't properly think right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't always alert. But then somebody began to preach this scripture to me from a different context. Because oftentimes we think that when the scripture said be alert and sober of mind, it always means don't drink and don't do all that other stuff. Don't, you know what I'm saying? But truth is, when it talks about being sober of mind and being alert, it means being aware, be socially aware, be emotionally aware, be physically aware of the things around you and how the enemy is willing to sit you out like weak. There are so many people right now who are drunken in their spirit, who are drunken in their emotion and who cannot be sober in their emotions. Granted, they may not be uh, naturally drunk, physically drunk, actually drunk and intoxicated, but because they are not sober in their spirit because they're not alert in their spirit because they're not socially aware in their spirit then guess what the enemy has the ability to sift them like we the in the enemy has the ability to come in as a roaring lion and scare them and devour them but god is literally in this moment telling us to be alert be sober of mind be righteous in your spirit be cognitive in your spirit be alert in in all of your being why because the enemy is out to sift you like wheat and you have to be socially aware that the family of believers around the world are going through the same problems as you. And oftentimes, Mama Lynn, that's why I tell people every day, oftentimes when you give these problems to God, when you stay sober of mind, when you stay strong in the faith, when you stay alert for what God is doing, you will understand that, guess what? You're not the only one going through this suffering, baby. You ain't the only one going through this pain. Weeping may endure for a night. And, and you know, when you country, they kind of mess up the scripture and say, we been uh, made for a, do for a night. But guess what? When we talk together, guess what? We don't realize that we're coming out together. And I want to encourage every person under the sound of my voice, whether you're in the room or whether you're listening to the podcast or the replay, that guess what? God is calling you in this season to be sober and of alert mind. A sober mind, an alert mind. Be sober in your spirit. Be sober in your thinking. Be sober in your actions. Be alert. Be aware. Be cognitive of what God is trying to do in your life because the enemy is waiting. The enemy is waiting, roaming the earth. And the minute you come out of your faith, the minute you step out of character, Come on now. But I'm going to stop right there because, like I said, I ain't come on here to preach. I ain't come on here to preach. I just thank God for because he's been a grand old friend to me. He's been a great friend to me. I'm telling thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'll play the song in a minute. I'm going to cut to my next song and then we coming right, right, right back. Because y'all know how it is. I be sweating I can sing. <laughs> but it's okay some tea or something and get my voice regulated. But here you go. Let's play the song and we're coming right back. Let's go ahead. It's been a long 
where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and uh, a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't got a job, maybe you always on the clock. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right right. All that good stuff. I just believe in starting your day off right, period. I just believe that when you start your day off with a little God, with a little Jesus, with a little gospel, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of that. But when you allow God to go before your day, walk with you throughout the day, your day, and all that other good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Allow you to get some laughter in, some confidence in, all that stuff, things tend to work out a little bit better. Amen. The big problems that we have in life seem like little problems in Jesus' hands. Amen. Amen. With that being said, it's time for us to go ahead and check in. Y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up With The Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning off? You know what I'm saying? If you're on the one, say you on the one. If you on, you know what I'm saying, the 10, I want to know if you're on the 10. You know what I'm saying? We just want to know how you feeling this morning because I just believe in starting my day off, you know what I'm saying, the right way. I just believe in starting my day off the right way, knowing that Jesus is my friend, God is my friend, and that no weapon won't begin me is gonna be able to prosper amen amen y'all might try to stop me but you'll never block me you might try to distract me but you'll never delay me deny me hinder me destroy me because guess what i am god's anointed amen amen with that being said let's go ahead and check in prophet it's on you Do-do-do-do. there we go that's the perfect background music i want to use today Okay, so with that being said, I hope y'all can hear me good. I hope y'all can hear me right. Um, listen, I ain't gonna cap. I'm at about a, a good three or four. I'm not always. I'm not, not completely under five right now because there's some personal things that happened in my life. I don't know if I'm just ready to say because granted it's a testimony, but at the same time, you know, I think we don't have to talk about it. I think people. Oftentimes, don't be want to share their testimony because people have weaponized it. I know people have weaponized my testimony before. So I don't always like sharing the stuff that God has done for me. But God is doing some great things for me. I had a problem yesterday, and I woke up today and the problem solved. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. I, I had a problem yesterday and woke up today and mama and the problem was solved. So that's just how I have it. That's just, that's just how it is. And I thank God for that. I thank God that he's always there and he's continuously restore me and fix my problems, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's something that I'm still kind of dealing with right now. Um, the problem ain't fixed, but hey, the money is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, the money is there. So I thank God for him just still providing him, still fixing the problems, being able to waymaker in my life. So yeah, I'm probably at a four right now. By the end of the day, I probably, or at least by 12, I'll probably be on a five. Um, but like I said, right now, I'm on a three or four. I'm still a little tired. As y'all can hear, my voice is still a little drained from this weekend and everything that I had to do. Yesterday, I did have a chance to rest, but I was still working, trying to get stuff done. Um, because it was a Monday, of course. It was a Monday, and I still have to get stuff done. So, yeah, that's how that was. Um, as far as today, it's going to be a good day. Ain't no breakfast yet. You know, y'all know, I don't start eating breakfast usually until y'all start talking. So, yeah, uh, whenever y'all start talking and checking in and all that other stuff, I guess I'll go figure out what I'm going to eat for breakfast. Um, as far as the weather right now, y'all, y'all know, fall that came in. 
winter is basically almost here now. Magic City Classic that happened, y'all know. I tell y'all, for those uh, for those of my people who are from Birmingham and listen to me in Alabama, y'all know Magic City Classic be cold. And once Classic hit, y'all know we don't got no more warm days after that, for real, for real. So it's the same here in Atlanta. Atlanta, all our warm weather is going, going away. The highest we had yesterday was 80 degrees. We had 80 degrees yesterday, which was the high. And then I think for the rest of the week, we have in temperatures that's going to be in the 60s and the 70s and, and low. Like, it's just going to be low. Like, currently right now, it is 49 degrees right now with a high of 60 today. Um, it's not going to get about 60 degrees until about 3 or 4 o'clock. And then after that, it's going to start getting cold. And y'all know it's Halloween today. So, of course, a lot of people going to be trying to get out of the street. But the weather lady said that if you're trying to go out with your kids and trick or treat and all the other stuff this year, you need to go early because it's going to be cold. It's going to be a little colder later again. But hey, like I said, I ain't going to be out there, so I ain't worried about it. Um, I think that's about it though, as far as my check-in. Um, that's my weather. That's how I'm starting my morning. Um, that's my breakfast. Listen, I look forward to, you know, having some good conversation. I'm not sure where everybody is or what's going on this week. Maybe it's a lot going on because we know the transition um, into a new season or whatnot. But, man, I'm keeping everybody in prayer. Oftentimes I tell people I may not be able to call everybody and respond to everybody and touch back base with everybody because there's so much that I do and there's so many people I'm oftentimes working with. But I thank God for what God is doing in everybody's life. And I'm praying that God continues to elevate everybody in their own respective places. Whatever area of life that God is causing you to grow in, to be developed in, I'm praying for you. And I'm praying that God continues to push you, motivate you. And I'm praying that everything works together for you good. With that being said, though, that's my check-in. That's my morning. That's my day. Do me a favor. Pull to refresh who you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and ping some people in the room. And we're going to keep it going. Mama Lynn, it's on you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm on a five, even though I was 30 minutes late for work this morning due to an accident on the highway. I hope everybody was all right. But I was late. Don't like to be late. Uh... Um, it is 30 degrees here with a high of 46 that's going to drop, and we're supposed to get snow tonight. Ooh-wee. Uh, breakfast is coffee as usual. Um, I did get my tires fixed, thanks you to my daughter. Um, she went and sat at the car place. And then I got in my car this morning and my tire light came on. So I got a brand new tire that I got to go put some air in. I don't know what's that about, but uh, I'm going to call them and let them know what's going on. Uh, that's about it, Prophet. Prophet, you said Monday. Wait a minute. I got a customer. Okay, no problem. I understand. I understand. Well, listen. Shout out to y'all and y'all hoodies. It's hoodie season. See, I was on the closet. That's a mama land for her lit for God um, hoodie. Living in truth. Those are things that I believe that God put in my spirit to my produce. And you know what I'm saying? And be a support to the ministry and what I, everything that I do here in the Limitless Alliance. So shout out to Mama Lynn um, and TT for supporting. That's how I tell people. That's how we elevate. That's how we grow as a person. 
people don't understand the, the cost of the sacrifice that it, it really, you know, takes to be anointed, to be great, to be all that God is calling you to be. So I thank God each and every day when I have a new supporter, when I have somebody on my website, anything that I can do to be a blessing is always, you know what I'm saying, a great thing for me. So, yeah, thank you, Mama Lynn, for supporting. With that being said, though, yeah, I think it's time for me to go ahead and cut to a, a song. Hey, Miss Foster, I see you down there. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. Hey, TT, I see you in the audience. Shout out to everybody that come into the room, come into the listening lounge. Listen, it's a blessing just having you out in here each and every day. But with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and, and I'm gonna go ahead and cut to another song real quick, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about more news or hot topics. Cause like I said, my man Matthew Perry died, dog. Matthew Perry was an actor on Friends. If anybody watched Friends, he was Chandler on Friends. And interesting enough, Matthew had a, a, a drinking problem. Like, he was always, you know, uh, open and honest about his drinking problem, or at least that's what I've seen on the news. He used to do speeches and stuff like that on the news. And he said, more importantly, when he died, what he wanted people to remember him from is not the fact that he was Chandler on Friends, but that he was able to make an impact in helping people recover, helping people back from something that he also faced and did within his life and that was I guess alcoholism and abuse and I think that's interesting because you know even how the scripture today was telling us to be sober-minded and be alert I think that in this season we all have to continue to be sober-minded be alert you know what I'm saying especially as we go into the holiday season where we can get a little frantic we can get a little distracted we can get a little busy but I believe by faith that if we stay alert we We'll continue to always have a friend in Jesus. And we won't have to worry about too much. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're going to have our issues, but continue to trust God. With that being said, let me cut to this next song, and then we're coming right back.
morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. Inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that once you start your day out the right way, with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, all that good stuff, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't gonna have no bumps and bruises, no ups and downs, no aggravation, irritation, frustration, no accidents, no incidents. Because you definitely probably gonna have some of those. But if you allow God to cover you, if you trust Him, if you continue to lean on Him, trust me, all things work together for your good. And guess what? Things don't be as bad as you really seem. Things just tend to turn out good. You know what I'm saying? At least for me, it do. At least for me to do, because I ain't going to care. There are some times where I find myself in situations, I'm like, God, why did this happen? How is this happening? And God said, do you trust me? Do you have faith in me? You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to care. That's how it be for me. I, like I told you, yesterday I had a problem and woke up today with a solution. And I'm thankful for that. I can I can give God enough praise just on that. I had a problem yesterday and woke up with a solution today. So guess what? I don't got nothing to complain about. But with that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to go ahead and get into news and hot topics and all that other stuff. And I see my friend Ebony came in. Shout out to Elder being down there. Shout out to Eugene being down there. Shout out to TT for being in the room. Shout out to Ms. Foster for being in the room. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody just for being in this in this place because I just believe in having a great time starting our day off the right way. You know what I'm saying? With friends, families, with good vibes, good faith, all that good stuff. With that being said, Ebony, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you so you can check in right before I get to the news and hot topics because right before we went to, you know, song break, we was talking about Matthew Perry, um, who was the actor on Friends, you know what I'm saying? He was channeling on Friends who actually passed away and his testimony. Um, I was watching it on the news earlier about how he had struggled with certain things in his life like alcoholism and all the drugs or something like that. And granted, he didn't die of that none of those things because he got his life together. But it was just amazing how many people he touched, you know what I'm saying, in his life. Um, in his career, being Chandler and everything that he did outside of, you know, acting, how he was just speaking to people, how he went on stages and uh, went to conventions, motivating people um, and telling his story about how he struggled with alcoholism and how he struggled with certain things, you know what I'm saying, in life. But, you know, he didn't allow that to stop him. So it was really a blessing just to see that. There was some more details that I think, you know, that we, that we were going to talk about. But I definitely want to give you a chance to check in before we get to, you know, any other news and stuff like that. do Hey y'all, good morning. Hope everybody is good. Hope everybody is well. Um, I missed y'all yesterday. By the time I came in, the room was gone. So, I don't know. Um, but, it is 47 degrees. It is going to be 59. So, we have dropped. We have been in the 80s all weekend, and now we have dropped. Yeah, that was literally my news post. It said y'all dropped almost 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, it's going to get a little bit worse tomorrow. We'll have like a frost warning or in the morning or whatever. So, yeah, weird weather for sure. Um, Let's see. I am eating one of my childhood favorite cereals right now. I got a taste for corn pops yesterday and had my husband go get it. So I'm eating corn pops for breakfast. I already had some iced coffee. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> sitting here working on my Bible study lesson. I have to do Bible study next uh, Wednesday. And I am headed out for travel on Thursday. So I'm going to be living my best life down in Orlando this weekend. So I'm trying to get this done now. 
Um, what else? So on a scale of one to five, I'm probably at four, just because I'm tired. Um, sent Rain off to school. Went through all of this stuff to buy her a costume. She put it on the other day. She was fine. Today, she had an absolute fit. Didn't want to wear it. So, I had to get creative. Um, thank God she loves Minnie Mouse. So, she has a ton of other Minnie Mouse stuff. So, I had to make her a little hip-hop mini today. We worked it out. Uh, she wouldn't let me paint her face like I wanted to. But, I still managed to get a look, the little nose on her. So, she looks like a mouse with her little ears. She's so cute. Um, I posted some pictures. On my page um i probably put one in my pcr but she looks so cute uh we are not halloween celebrators however her school has a literary parade today um she had to bring in one of her favorite books have her teacher approve it and then she's able to become one of the characters of the book and so that's what we did today um so she became Minnie mouse um uh, we had got her a mini mouse book when she was a baby um with her name on it it's like Minnie Mouse and Rain's Adventure. So, like, her name is written in the book. It's really cute. Um, but, yeah, she looks absolutely adorable uh, with her little ears and stuff. I even put her hair into little ponytails so it looked like mouse ears. Um, I just put her in my PTR. So she looks absolutely adorable um, this morning. So, got her off, sent her little stuff at a little party. They wanted fruit snacks and cupcakes and some most that they asked for, so took that stuff off with them so they can have a really good fun day i love halloween because i have a child who really don't like candy so her dad and i get the pleasure of eating all of that good candy and so <laughs> halloween is for me in real life oh uh, she is starting to eat a little more candy but she don't like chocolate so when i see the chocolate we just automatically take it because yeah and we go through her stuff anyway um especially if it's like an outside source and not school like even with the stuff we sent to school it still had to be packaged like the bags couldn't be open or anything so mm -hmm. the school was real like strict with that um stuff has to be store brought and sealed if it's not sealed they won't give it to the kids and i actually really like that um so you can make sure that stuff is safe whatever whatever um a church that we fellowship with is having something tonight. We might take her there tonight just to let her have some continued fun. Um, we'll see. But that's it. That's what's happening today. Um, of course, I'll contribute as much as I possibly can while I'm sitting over here working. Well, Emily, you missed, um, of course, you missed yesterday. So tell us about the weekend and, you know, the conference and all that stuff. What happened this weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right, we haven't heard from you since the conference. Yeah, you yeah. were there. So, I um, I was able to go to this conference, speak um, on Thursday morning. It was amazing. Um, I actually have some video. I have yet to post that stuff on my Facebook and Instagram. I need to do that today. Uh, but I was a panelist talking about this condition, one condition that my daughter had as a preemie and a lot of preemies have it in the NICU and I was able to talk to a room full of doctors and pharmaceutical companies, pharmacists um, who are working um, to put out some gene therapy and some other medicines that can help prevent that condition. This condition leads to most preemies having asthma. If we can combat this condition in the early infancy, most children will not go on to have it. Most preemies won't go on to have asthma. So it was a really, really big deal. Um, this condition is why my daughter was on oxygen for the first three years of her life. So had these therapies and medicines and stuff been out 
my daughter could have lived a very different life. And so I felt the weight of that. And so I had the opportunity to speak on behalf of the thousands, probably a million parents whose kiddos are suffering from this disease to just push them and tell them, you know, what their advances in science mean to us, you know, how our children's lives could be different. And I was stopped all throughout the hotel for the next two days, told how impactful it was. Um, I still have business cards galore um, and my suitcase and my purse and the baby bag. I got them everywhere. So <laughs> I got to go the baby all bag. Business. No, seriously. Because um, Roman went with me. Um, so I got business cards everywhere. So I still got to go through. Um, I got to answer some emails because some of the people have emailed me already um, that want to use my influence to get parents into clinical trials to help them further these drugs. So not only is it an opportunity for me to be paid per referral, but those families will also be paid for their time. So it's a really dope um, opportunity, you know, to be able to give these parents, preemie parents who really need the money anyway, to make some money just for answering some questions based off their experience. So um, a couple of different opportunities like that came to me this week. And so it was just, it was a very purposeful moment. God showed me, you know, something that he was prophesied to me probably like a year ago um, through my pastor before he was even my pastor. He told me, you know, that I would go into a new area of advocacy and that God would pay me to do what I love. Um, that income will come from what I love, that I wouldn't just be spending out of my house because everything I do for my nonprofit comes out of my house. Yeah. I'm I don't have any funding or anything like that. And thank God I have an amazing husband who, you know, believes in the vision and supports it completely. So all of the Uber Eats and the co-pays and all of this, all that stuff comes out of my house. Um, it's a labor of love, literally. Um, we set aside a big chunk of our taxes last year so that I could do things I needed to do throughout the year to be able to support these families. And so for these opportunities to come will give me a chance to support even more families, especially with the holidays coming up. We always go to the NICU and give back to those families. And so um, I'm excited that that these, you know, additional streams are coming and that, you know, God is just using my voice like his, his word is true. I, I never saw myself while I was sitting in the NICU looking at a one pound baby, wondering whether she would live or die. I never saw this day. I never saw that God would use that situation. I never thought I'd be anything more than a paramedic or a medical biller. I never thought I would be an advocate, be on commercials, stand before Congress. I never saw it. And so even this conference, I never met these people. These people heard about the work that I'm doing and invited me. I don't I didn't know nobody there. Nobody. The only contact I had was a lady who emailed me and invited me. And so that was different being somewhere where I didn't know anybody. Um, but yeah. Oh, and the other upside is um, on Friday. Yes, Friday, I got to connect with Dr. Trina. Dr. Trina and I went out um, right, right, right around dinner time. So I guess I'll say dinner. We had dinner together, uh, went over to the mall. So I got to meet Dr. Trina in person. Um, she met the baby. Um, we did a little bit of shopping. And so that was cool. Um, getting to connect with her. And um, yeah, so that was essentially my weekend. Um, Saturday, we had a harvest fest at the church. They had a moon bounce and face painting and a whole bunch of stuff. And so um, we did that on Saturday. And then I came home and got ready for church. Church was absolutely amazing. Um, had my dinner going in my crock pot. So we came home, had a bomb dinner. And um, yesterday was hectic, 
but um, I got through it by the grace of God. So that's it. That's my weekend roll line. Okay, bet. That's what's up. I'm glad that you were able to meet Dr. Trina too. Because that's what's up. Shout out to everybody making their connections and whatnot. I was actually able to meet Dr. Jerry. Oh, excuse me. That's stretch. Lord Jesus, that's stretch. Oh, oh Lord have mercy. That stretch felt so good, Jesus. But uh, yeah, that's enough. I'm glad you was able to touch, touch base with Dr. Trina and meet Dr. Trina in person. And then y'all even went shopping. That's what's up. I was able to uh, sneak in on Prophet Jerry. He was here um, at. Somebody at Pastor Patrick Purcell conference, the one who does God conversations in the morning. He was here preaching at uh, their conference. And just by happenstance, the hotel that they were preaching at that they had to conference it is literally right across the street from my house. So I said, okay, well, let me go ahead and hop on, the, hop in a little Uber and go over there. It was like $7 went on over there and heard Pastor Jerry preaching. It was real good. Like he was, he was turned up. Like he was up there turned. And then after that, they ended up having another like prayer service, like anointing service and all that. They was trying to have church all day. And I'm like, hold on, it's Friday morning. Y'all say that for Friday night. <laughs> but it was a good time. But I ended up having to sneak in and sneak out. Because I had to run over there to the church right on after that. So I um, snuck out. I didn't get to, you know, spend too much time on Prophet Jerry. But I did get to see him and hug his wife and whatnot, who was beautiful, by the way. His wife looked like a kid. Like, oh, my gosh, she's gorgeous. But, yeah, it was an amazing weekend as well. And then, like I said, um, over the weekend, Ebony and we was kind of uh, trying to touch on it yesterday. <clears throat> But I don't know what was going on with the room. Was it like if it was not showing up or something for certain people? I don't know what was going on, but we ended up closing it. But yesterday we was trying to um, go over some of the news and stuff that we seen this weekend. And part of it was the fact that the main shooter had killed <laughs> You said that man was going to go off and kill himself. And that's exactly what he did. And I'm lucky, not surprised. But at the same time, he I killed himself in his home, and they didn't even go check his house. That's right. Hold on, what, Mama Lynn? I ain't know that part. Yeah, he killed himself at his home. That's where they found him at. It ain't nobody know. No, they had them people locked down for forty-eight hours. He had them went home and killed himself. <laughs> they said he didn't come right home though. They said that he was out. Cause they kept like keeping watch on his house initially. They said that he well, he didn't like go right home and do it. They okay. said that he had okay. to be out and about, and then at some point, you know, that guy came back and did it. But oh, I forgot to add about the Matthew Perry thing. So I was legit like heart, like just heart wrenched about that. Cause Friends was the soundtrack to my middle school years. Like I I know every episode of Friends. Not Friends not like not life. We like life. No, I'm serious. I went to an all-white school, too, so them kids, like, okay, yeah. Friends was everything. Friends, I mean, and the show is bomb, seriously, black, white, whatever. Like, Friends is a really, 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 really good sitcom. Um, but the only thing that's troubling me is how he died. Um, oh, yeah. Drowned in a hot tub, and you don't just drown in a hot tub. Um, it is very reminiscent of the Whitney situation, and I know about its history, and I'm just praying to God that he did not relapse because drugs is really the only way you're gonna drown in a hot tub. Well, they said well, they, have, like, a heart attack. they might not find it in his house. That doesn't mean he didn't take it. Yeah, you're not gonna find it if he took it. So I'm just praying that that is not the stain on his legacy when that autopsy comes back. I'm, I'm praying that it was just something else and that he didn't, you know, he didn't relapse because that happens a lot. You know, you build up a tolerance so you might can take, you know, 10 of something 
why you in active addiction, but then you go relapse, you take just one and it take you out of here. Like fentanyl, stuff is laced with fentanyl these days. Like fentanyl is taking people out. And I'm just praying to God that that is not what happened to him because he did work so hard to get clean. And so I'm I'm just praying it's not the case. I know the autopsy will come out. It will reveal all, but that's just been my prayer for the sake of his family and everybody who loves him that he did not go back um, because that would be tragic. Oh, and Aaron Spears passed away. I don't know if you all know who Aaron Spears is. Uh, legendary drummer, um, played for Ariana Grande, a million gospel greats, but most recently Ariana Grande. She actually did a um, a, a shout out um, and you know memorial of him yesterday. Um, but amazing legendary drummer. Um, yeah, passed away. Um, and he had just celebrated his birthday like four days ago. You said um, Aaron Spears. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, just very, very sad. Young man. Um, oh, it was a black guy. Yeah. Um, and he's from right here in Washington D.C. He is our very own. Um, I don't. He wasn't even forty-five. I don't think he. He said it was forty-seven. He's, he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. So just, just very tragic. Musicians artists the gospel community is very much hurting right now um over that he is here locally so all of the buzz is on about you know us just throwing him the most amazing home going celebration ever of course celebrities from all over will definitely be coming in for that because like i said he just touched over all genres so we are all buzzing trying to throw him an amazing you know home going with concerts and yes yeah, it's, it's 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 gonna be a, a big big deal but yeah yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's sad. There's so many people that's just 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 leaving us. But I said, like you know, it's always around this time of year that we be losing some great people. October, November, and December, you be having to really be prayed up, cause folks be slipping on out of here right at the end of the year, and I be like, Lord, like God, dog, they almost almost made it to the next year, and then slipped right on out of here. That is crazy. Well, yeah, I'm going to definitely keep them in prayer. Definitely keep them in prayer. Because that's something that I definitely don't want to continue to witness. And so another thing I want to shout out to keep them in prayer, too. Um, that, that that Israel and Gaza war thing, I don't know. But it's, 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 they piping up even more. For some reason, they piping up. Apparently, it was supposed to be like a ceasefire that they wanted them to arrange or get to. But Israel said they ain't backing down. They ain't holding out or none of this stuff. And whoever I think Hamas is or one of them people talking about that if America keep trying to stick in they nose too, that they ain't gonna they ain't gonna think twice, you know what I'm saying, to send some and I'm like, hold on, what, 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 what they nah, keep that over there. Tell President Biden to say what he is. America trying to get aid to the people and get them to settle down so they can get them some kind of aid. America need to stay in America's business, not in everybody else's business. Because the minute they start trying to send some stuff over here, then uh-uh, uh-uh, that ain't going to be good. The World Organization is trying to get aid to both sides. Um, you know, they don't know what the hospital is doing. I mean, everything. So, yeah, that's what's going to be. They're already acting up over here. They're going around killing the Jews. Somebody, hello, in Cincinnati? No. Uh, oh. You know, uh, 
this is psychology, you know, your work is head to toe, down. This is some Jewish That's crazy. I got the email yesterday that the church, the, the, the hoodies was on their way, and I get home, and they bad. What you said you had got an email yesterday that the shirts was on the way, and when you got home, they were there. <laughs> I was like, well, dang. <laughs> <laughs> we be working fast. We be working fast. <laughs> I was like, oh, we can do business. <laughs> <laughs> it blew, blew us away. I mean, tears standing on me. It's in the box. It's in the box. I'm trying to open up the box. The moment we realize it was the hoodies, we saw Holland. So, yeah, a nice quality. Thank, Thank you, Mama Lynn. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that y'all like them. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad that y'all like them. Like I said, I'm I'm probably going to try to design some more and get some more coming out soon. I'm really just, you know, trying to pace myself because I do kind of got a lot on my plate and right now. And I need to make sure that I'm focusing, doing everything right. Because most of the time, you know what I'm saying, when my orders was coming in, you know, like <laughs> often and more frequently, you know what I'm saying, it took more time for me to try to send those out and ship them and all the other stuff. But now that, you know, I have a lighter load when it comes to like, you know, products and stuff like that, it's easier for me to get them out. But like I said, I'm just continuously growing in all areas of business. And thank God for, you know, the support and the people around me who continuously, you know, work with me. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. And I'm glad y'all like them and the quality is good. Because I tell folks, come on now, black businesses. If we're going to be a black business doing something, don't be having no raggedy T-shirt. Don't be having no cheap T-shirts that you be wanting folks to pay $35, $55, for and the quality bag. <laughs> so I'm glad that you like it and it was decent for you. <laughs> But um, what else have you guys seen in the news? I see Pastor Charles and um and um Jay Wyden stepped in the room. Y'all can definitely check on in, um, check in with us and whatnot. We were simply in our news and hot topic segment talking about um Israel, talking about um Matthew Perry who passed away, talking about this cold weather that just sweeped across the nation and just snuck in on us. So yeah, Jay Wyden, Pastor Charles, feel free to jump on in and check in real quick. Good loop. Good morning. It is. 43 here. Dude, that was a drop. Uh, good morning. It's 43 here. Because it's cold, bro. It's 43. <laughs> it's going to be a high of 58 today. Um, on my way into work. Uh, if you all get a chance, go on. If you go on my Facebook page, check out the sermon my wife preached on Sunday. It was off the chain. I'm oh, right yeah. Never did preach this past Sunday. Yeah, it was off the chain. And um check it out. And I'm about to go um the warfare of the mind and growing okay. up. Okay, bet. Yeah, it's on my Facebook page, so check it out. Um no breakfast as yet. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, okay. All right, Jay Wild. That was the only weekend highlight that you had. That was pretty much it. I ain't do much this weekend. My Bengals won. But other than that, nothing really. Other than my wife, you know, preaching. Okay. I don't think I did any. Let's do this weekend. Um, yesterday, my son scored a cold touchdown. 
I'm about to post that on Facebook too. You say he he did what? He scored a touchdown for his school. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, my daughter made the basketball squad. Like, yeah, we we just staying busy, man. So. Hey, I show them much. testimony. That's a blessing, man. That's a blessing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I catch y'all. I'm I'm gonna be in here while I can. <laughs> All right, JY. You sound like you was on a on a good, good three. I hope you get you something to eat and feel a little bit better. He said it was the cold weather, so I understand because it's cold. I ain't ain't everybody a cup of tea. <laughs> Pastor Charles, how you doing this morning, sir? Go ahead and check in with us. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's a great day. Uh, it is. I don't know what the temperature is, but it is cold. So I'm only about what forty minutes or. Less maybe about an hour, if that, from JY. So I don't think the weather report is that well. Take that back. It says 39 degrees here. Lord Jesus, no wonder I got bones creaking and stuff. Lord, but anyway, <laughs> um, it's chilly here. Um, still prepping for uh this conference this weekend, and I'm just like, Lord Jesus, please touch us. That's all I ask. Um, uh, I'm waking up now. I'm probably on about a three and a half uh, for breakfast. I don't know. I'm uh, one of my elders wants to take me to breakfast for uh, pastor's appreciation. So this is the last, this is the last day of the month for that. So he wants to take me out, and I have not uh, reached out to him yet because I'm not ready to get up out of bed at the moment. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but. Uh, Y'all not doing the um oh no, y'all got the conference. I was gonna say y'all don't do no fall harvest festival or nothing like that at your church. Listen, I mean I hate to say this, but uh no I don't. I don't if I hate it to say it, I'm gonna say it. Um you know, I just don't like I don't like the Halloween whatever that is. Uh, yeah. I just don't like the whole thing. I mean, in terms of we I mean, it is it has its own meaning and stuff like that. And I really don't like the fact that we even try to do alternatives for that. I'm like, you know, just don't have it and have something else, have it another time or <laughs> figure it out, you know, and don't name it. Oh, we're trying to do a whole Halloween alternative or I just, I mean, it's just a thing for me, I guess. It's like, I ain't, I, I'm not in competition with the devil and with stuff like that. So I'm just, that's just my own little take. Call me what you want to call me. I don't know you like that. No way. So, you know, don't make no difference to me. Um, but I just don't, I just don't, I don't, I, you know, here's the thing. I used to, when I was younger, we didn't have the understanding and the knowledge of what is happening. Now that we have the knowledge of what's going on and what's going on, I don't like, I don't just feel like we need to even, I'm not a part of it. Uh, look, folks dress up and folks uh, in costumes all year round. And here to come now, gonna come out here and gonna be something different. No, no, no. Be you. Be that same you. Use that same energy and, and dress up as yourself. Some of y'all, some of us don't even. Some of us every every five minutes we can't tell who you are. One minute you you look like this. One next minute you look like something else. Or sometimes you look at some folks, you, you your hair your hair's gray, but then. You got black all over every. I mean, give me a break. You know, no disrespect to those who, who use Miss Clairol, but you know, I mean, just be. Go ahead and just really be you. Take the mask off and uh, see how many people you scare. Anyway, 
Praise him. Some of us wear masks every day. Praise the Lord. How are you today? Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't see you. See you a mile away. Yeah, stop lying. Just stop lying. Pastor Charles take, said, take off the mask to see how many people you really yeah. see. Yeah. Look, dress, <laughs> look, dress up as yourself with your fake and phony self. Just dress as you. And, 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 <laughs> so with the, if you dress up as yourself, you'll scare some folks right there <laughs> with your fake self. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Pray for me. I'll be all right. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But yeah. It, it, it's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, I don't, we don't do that kind of thing. We just don't do that. And the other thing is, is that we're kind of in a in an area where people, some people live out here, but most people don't live out in the neighborhood now. So I'm trying to figure out what exactly it is that we need to do. Um, what do you mean? You know, most people area. don't live out there no more. What you mean? I mean, I'm in kind of an industrial area, sort of, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. I get what you're saying there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah, but anyway, everything's, I mean, no, no, nothing's bad. Like I said, just trying to get ready for, um, for this trip and everything. I'm trying to get, now I'm trying to get hotel rooms. So you pray for me. Hey man, I understand. some more hotel rooms now. <laughs> I understand. But that's why I just can't wait to come there. I'm so excited. I can't wait to just come there and sit up under you and see how you done built everything and see how you glean. Because I told y'all, I don't want to be no pastor, but I know God's calling me to do more in my ministry and do more with the call on my life and you work for these churches. I feel like God's going to show me something. So I can't wait, Pastor Charles. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> Lord, Hamilton. why don't you come on Wednesday, though? That's right. Man. You got me coming up. No, never mind Wednesday. No, that's okay. You kind of thirsty. So That's on, it, right? On I, say, I still have to be have work up here to do, and then technically, I had to ask Pastor, "Can I get Sunday off?" Because I don't know if I was gonna actually make it. That's why when you texted me last night, actually, if I come back, when I'm gonna come back, I was like, "Hold on, is they gonna let me off from the other church on Sunday?" But I think he let me off Sunday, so I don't know. I will figure out my time when I get there with you. Like, whatever mm-hmm. you need, I'm there for you. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Say, why do we got to help out too? He's going to work parking lot ministry with me. We're going to be out there in the cold. <laughs> wow. Goodbye. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm, I'm going go go on mute. Oh, no. But yeah, I definitely understand. I ain't going to cap. Sometimes the fall festival for the churches are fun, are um, exciting. Mount Carmel normally does one themselves as well. But for this year, they're not really doing one because, of course, they're still going under some construction. Um, with their roofs and whatnot and the inside of their sanctuary. They're actually getting a whole brand new sanctuary because of what's happened. So they're getting up-to-date lighting, they get LED lights, all that good stuff. And because, you know, there's so much construction around the church, they didn't want to do a, uh, a festival or nothing this year. But I ain't going to cap. I kind of like them sometimes, only because, like I tell you, I like the community engagements. I like seeing when, you know, churches or ministries or people do events that, you know, bring people out. Even here, um, yeah, I know I live in Atlanta, but technically the city that I live in, <clears throat> excuse me, the city that I live in is East Point. East Point is, is and is literally 
probably like in the center of Atlanta or like right south center of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And they have their own little, you know, town hall, all the community. And of course, they do stuff like that, little harvest festivals, little Christmas stuff like that. And I like it because, of course, the city of Atlanta is so big. So every community in Atlanta doesn't have the, uh, excuse me, doesn't have the capacity to connect like that. But because East Point is kind of smaller and kind of more, you know, small townish, you know what I'm saying? They do have those community engagements where you do see some of the churches come out and they'll even set up a table, even if, you know what I'm saying, they don't. You know, they don't actually do the whole thing themselves. Some churches will just come out there and be a vendor, set up a table, give out the programs, brochures, give out a little bit of candy. So I ain't gonna cap. Those are some of the things that I just like doing myself. And because, you know, I actually operate with a lot of small businesses as well as ministries, I ain't gonna cap. I be putting my mama and <laughs> my mama on to them. Of course, our food truck be doing them. It was Magic City Classic this weekend, so the food truck was bumping with that. But, you know, get to, get into as many events as possible, especially when you have an organization. That's why I kind of like what Ebony does, because even with her organization, she's still able to go out there and do conferences, speak to people, do speaking engagements and stuff like that. So not just a church audience, but also to other people, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Other people in her community and in her area of influence. I think that's really, really dope. I think that's really dope and creative. Um, but with that being said, I think that's about it. That's the thing. I think that's about it. One thing I definitely want to talk about because it is uh 9:55, almost 10 o'clock, so we can kind of shift the topic. And if y'all will do me a favor, go ahead and share the room, ping the room, because sometimes the room don't be showing up. I don't know what be happening. That's why I was dropping in the mod squad chat because I know it don't be showing up. And if it don't show up for y'all who are actually moderators and who supposed to be here every day, then of course it's probably not showing up for everybody else. So yeah, go ahead and just do me a favor, share the room, ping the room. But one thing I definitely want to talk about today as we, you know, kind of uh, progress into the next topic is how do you monitor your growth? A lot of times we get to the end of the year and we start pressuring ourselves about what we're going to do for Thanksgiving, how we're going to do this, how we're going to do this, Christmas coming up. And it's so much pressure on a lot of people that they oftentimes miss out on what God has already done or what God is doing or what God was setting them up for in this year in general. And one of the things that I'm doing is trying to look back at my life and assess myself um, in an area to say, have I made more noise this year or have I made more moves? Even with me making moves, I don't want to be one of those type of people that's always busy, that's always doing something, but then my moves and, you know, the things that I'm doing are not impactful. You get what I'm saying, Pastor Charles? I never want to look like, you know what I'm saying, I'm just busy, 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 but then nothing is ever being accomplished. So how do you guys and anybody can jump in and whatnot on this topic because I think it's, it's going to be very powerful as we push it. But for any of you guys, hey, it's two months left in the year. How have you measured your growth so far? And what are like some of those things, like we said, maybe like last week, that you're trying to push to do before the end of the year maybe out? What are some things that you want to kind of get together or circumvent or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll jump in. So I, I set some things out. I wrote them out um, at the beginning of the year. And um, I looked up and a lot of the things I had not done in the way that I thought I would, but they still got done. Um, and then there's one outstanding item Um I really wanted to be done my book by the end of the year and it's not too late. Um, so what I've done is just set aside specific time every Monday evening. That seems to be the most quiet day around here um, where as soon as my husband comes in, I'm clocking out and I'm going to write. That is the day where 
new you know homework assignments come out so I don't have to jump right on it um but I have time where I can sit and I can write or I can dictate whatever so that I can get this book done so I'm just setting some realistic goals if it doesn't get done by the end of the year it's okay but you know a a real dent will be made in it and that's essentially the point so um yeah, just just being accountable, setting parameters. And I know have other people who are going to keep me accountable, who need to write their book as well. We actually put together a book writing room called Finish That Book every Monday at seven thirty here on Clubhouse. Um, for anybody else who is looking to write, that's good. That's what are y'all talking about in there? Because I ain't gonna cap. I have another book concept in my head. I didn't got the artwork for it and everything. Then wrote, start writing it but never sat down to actually finish writing it. So what are some of those tips that you probably got, you know what I'm saying, would like give to those people who say, hey, I want to finish my book before the end of the year? So last night was the first and only actual talking room that we are hosting. So last night we talked about identifying your audience. Um, we gave tips about dictation, um, like the, there's so many apps, but I'll specifically say the app Otter. Um, where you can use dictation and then you can always go back and edit it. Um, we talked about using, you know, making voice notes when you have a thought. You could just do a voice note or you could talk to text in the actual notes on your phone, iPhone users. Um, I don't I don't know if Android has anything, so I don't know. Um, but you can actually talk to text and, you know, have those notes there and come back and compile them just so that you don't lose, you know, the thoughts that you had. Um, sitting down and physically writing or physically typing is not the only way to get a book done. You can also use those apps and AI. If you don't like the way something sounds, it can rewrite it. Um, and you know, you can kind of adjust the stealthiness if you want it to sound more formal or visionary, or whatever. There's just so many things out here that you can use so many tools at your fingertips that you don't have to rely on just writing pens to paper. I like to write pens to paper, but that takes me longer. Um, so I had to recognize perhaps I'm not going to be able to do that for this whole book, but the dictation I can get her done, um, type it the same way, get her done. But dictation I can do on the fly. I can do while I'm out. I can do it in the car, whatever it takes to get it done. Um, so yeah, those are just a few things that we share, but from this point going forward, those rooms, we're going to come in, there will be music playing. We're coming in, we're writing, um, it's a two hour space. Everybody can come and go as they please, sit, write. You have other people who are in it with you. If you have questions, you know, while you're writing or you get stuck, you can come off mic, ask questions, you know, whatever. So, oh, one more tip we shared was, especially if you're doing like an autobiography or something, um, you can have somebody ask you questions and do it like an interview style and then you'll have your answers. Um, if you can't just think of it yourself, it's often easier to have somebody else ask you questions and you answer them than trying to think of it on your own. So, but yeah, that, that's what I'm doing to accomplish that last and final goal. That's good. So shameless plug to the resource though. Shameless plug to the resource. If y'all trying to finish y'all book, uh, before the end of the year, Ebony got a class going on every Monday. Listen, I'm going to have to help you, help you promote that and plug that because that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like something that I would definitely want to be a part of because, like I said, I have the concept already. I have the, the artwork already for it. I just have it, like you said, put pen to paper. And that's only because oftentimes I am good at putting pen to paper when it comes down to me writing notes. Um, for most of my classes, like my Trailblazer class, I did most of those pen um like, you know, pen and paper type of thing. But for a lot of the longer pieces that I have to write out and stuff like that, 
I'm, I'm like you. I'm starting to use like dicta dictation now or make AI write it out for me. Like even some of my emails, I'll be having AI write it out for me because I just don't <laughs> like typing it out anymore or putting it in the paper anymore <laughs> to go through that process. But what's interesting is about what you said, though, is, you know, y'all coming in there and having that space where you can't ask questions, but then you're just going back to work. And I think what a lot of people do sometimes is they have an idea in mind, they have a concept in mind, but kind of like me, they never can really focus on, you know, completing that task, completing that chapter, completing that project. Most of us, you know what I'm saying, we start sitting down to work and then five minutes later, we, we on TikTok. Ten minutes later, we got to go cook for the kids. So how do you carve out that time to actually complete something versus, you know what I'm saying, just saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, because I'm one of them type of people with, that, that say, oh, I'm going to do something, and then here it is, a week later, still they never sent them gift cards off. <laughs> so what keeps you, you know what I'm saying, focused on how to, you know, check off each task, each cap, each chapter, you know what I'm saying, to know that you're progressing in that. So I set reminders. Um, it's on my calendar. If it ain't on my calendar, it ain't happening. That's just the way my life is set up right now. So I actually calendar in time to make it happen. Um, I don't put pressure on myself to finish a chapter in a day or anything like that. Right now, the point is just to get writing. Um, I have some stuff that's chapter one and then other things is at the end, like writing in my story with my son is in the end, but that's easiest to write because that's most fresh in my mind. So, you know, it just depends on how you write, but I pencil it and it is in my schedule. It is a mandated thing um, to sit down and to do it. I'm flying to Orlando Thursday, plane time. I'm gonna get the kids situated. And after that, mama writing, that's it. I got to write. I, I got to get it done um you know i might do a little bit of homework we'll see um i gotta see how long the flight i don't even think the flight is that that long to be honest um but yeah i gotta, I gotta get her done get something done um while my husband we're meeting some friends in orlando as well they're going to like some fright fest thing while he's gone and the kids asleep mama gonna be sitting down writing so i just have you know have my goals and stuff set out and it's in my calendar because like i said if it's not in my calendar it's not happening. I'm going to forget something going to happen. I'm going to be with the kids or I'm going to, something going to happen. Like I got up intentionally early this morning so I could sit down and study. Well, they didn't put it in the calendar, got up, started cleaning. So now the time is gone. My son's going to be up any minute. That time is gone. I should have put it in my calendar because if I put it in my calendar, my phone will continuously remind me. So we have tools all around us to keep us accountable. We just got to use them. Yeah, that's good. I don't care. That's something I'm trying to get better at because I have to use it a lot anyway to make sure I don't miss events. But one of the things that y'all know I, I said earlier this year that I wanted to get better with at. Oh, no, it's the other parts. Okay. Anyway, but you know, one thing that I wanted to get better at this year was being on time, being more on time. Even this weekend, still went on time. It was an hour late for work. <laughs> look, it was an hour late for work. And I don't like that because that leaves a bad impression. You know what I'm saying? That makes me look bad. But that's something that I'm actually trying to work on because truth is, you know what I'm saying? That that actually, you know, is something that people look at. It plays a part in your professionalism. And if I want to get better at my image and my look and my reputation and stuff like that, I got to start being on time. So I'm trying to get better, like you said, me putting it in my calendar because if I don't put it in my calendar, I'm going to forget. So, like, even, like, sticky notes now, I'm thinking about, look, give me some sticky notes, put it on my windows, put it on my mirror so I just remember certain things because, you know, life can be going so fast and we can have so much going on that it'd be the simple stuff 
that we be missing out on. And then here it is, six months later, it get to the end of the year, we be like, man, I was supposed to finish this project, and you never did pick it back up. So I think that's a good idea to start sending reminders and timers and build like even building a routine around accomplishing certain projects. But I'm going to throw that question over to um, somebody else too. Um, Pastor Charles, JY, Mama Lynn, anybody else want to jump in? And I see you guys also in the audience in the chat as well. Elder, I see your comment um, about doing the harvest activity in um, November. So Pastor Charles, I'm going to throw it over to you to answer that question um, about doing the harvest festival in November. Do you think that would be a better idea than doing it, you know, in October around Halloween, is it okay to do a community activity in November for your church and for your people? And then after that, I want to also ask you that question as well about how do you determine if you're actually, you know, making moves throughout your year or are you just making noise? Are you building, you know, even in ministry, are you building in the church or y'all just, you know, shouting and bucking? <laughs> uh, I mean, so I think the biggest piece of, of a lot of this is trying to really regain uh structure to do some things that we used to kind of do but you know i think the pandemic piece really made it very very clear that a whole lot of activity doesn't eat doesn't make people necessarily stronger or doesn't make yeah. them necessarily want to yeah. uh, stay with you and um and i think that is the thing to try to do it, do something, but not to waste time and money. I, I almost feel, I know in God, you know, there's nothing is a waste, but we, in my eyes, I have to get out of it though. But in my eyes, I think we wasted a lot of money doing a lot of things for people who really, really did not appreciate it or they felt as though that was owed to them. Or, or something. I don't, I don't know what their hearts were about it, but it was like, you know, we're, because we're, we're not a mega church, um, but we tried to do mega things and we did mega things, you know, especially with conferences and things of that nature or having good speakers in or things like that. And uh, I just really don't, I, I really want to, whatever we do has got to be strategic. And it needs to be able to really give a value, whether it's a spiritual value, the spiritual value, I don't mind. But if it's just, and it needs to add value to to what God is doing. Uh, that's just my own little take. And so back to the Harvest Festival piece, um, you know, I listened to one person, uh, you know, it's funny, they were talking about how wonderful this Harvest Festival they and went to another church to do it and everything. And then as soon as I walked in, they stopped talking. And I was like, are you trying to get them to go on your side that we need to do this or what are you trying to do? And if you want to do something like this, let's talk about it. But they also know that I'm going to make them uh, spearheaded and, and feel the heavy weight of, of getting it together. I'll try to stroke the check, but it, it is not easy to... Um, to do these kinds of things and getting everybody on board and whatnot. It's not. And, and, um, you know, cause it is wonderful how everybody has a suggestion, Oh, we need to be doing this and we need to be doing that. And, and you know, we need to be reaching out to the community. And well, we who's going to pay for it? Who, <laughs> number, number one, number one, who's going <laughs> to pay right. for it? Number two, who is going to actually man the, the, the things that's going on. Yeah. Um, who's yeah. going to, and the pastor, can't do everything. 
And I don't care how big or how small your church is. The pastor cannot do every single thing. And, and, and I think that's what people want. They want the pastor to do it all. They want him or her to, to just um, be in the midst of it. And if they're not there, it's like, oh, well, it must not have been important to them. No, they were, doing, they were going to visit the sick. That's something you ain't going to do. No, they were making sure the messages and stuff like that were ready for Sunday morning that you sit up there and sleep through. No, you're doing other things. You know, my, my point is, is that, um, yeah, am I sound like I'm upset about it? Yeah, because, you know, like I said, I just know that um, at the end of the day, the realness of it is, is that um, you want to do something that's going to be effective and that's going to bless the people. And sometimes finding out what that is going to be takes a minute. So, uh, but yeah, as for Harvest Festival, it's cold right now out there. It's cold. And what you going to do? Are you pulling out pumpkins? How are you going to make this thing look? What kind of harvest festival is it going to be? Is it, is it going to be something where it's for more only maybe geared for kids? Is it going to be maybe is it going to be giveaways? I mean, what is it going to be? And, and and are people going to come to your church? Like for instance, we're not on the main highway. We're off the highway. And so we have to put signage out there. We have to have somebody standing at the edge of the main highway, uh, doing one of those rolling, uh, folded, they were, you know, those throwing those signs up and that kind of thing. Come this way, come this way, you know. And you know, and then you know, on top of that, what clientele? Let's be honest. What clientele are you looking for? If you're doing something for those that are, are less fortunate, then there is, you know, that's a certain profile that you got it. You got to put it out there for the people to get it. And Facebook is not the only way that there is to advertise. Okay, I'm done. God bless. Does it sound like, see, I feel like, feel like I'm fussing. That's why I'm, I'm glad to stop. That was good, Pastor John. The harvest really begins in September. So, you know, uh, I'm not a Halloween person. I like harvest festivals because that's, if you know how to set it up right, uh, it can be geared for everyone. You know, it, that's when they do the corn toss and uh, they had a maze and you can get your fruits and winter vegetables. Uh, that's when the apple season is and everything else. So I would rather go to a good old harvest festival, not holiday. Uh, I understand the cold. You went from triple digit hot to double digit cold. It seemed like overnight. That's your heart. I understand cold. Uh, this thing about the end of the year. Uh, I didn't have a plan. But I'm going by a plan if that makes sense. Uh, I'm going by God's instructions. But he wants me to have done and get done by the end of the year. So far, I'm I'm pretty much on task, so uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, 
the beginning of the year, I'm hitting the ground running get more things in order um, so that's what I'm doing uh, Thanksgiving we will not be in the state of Ohio thank the Lord so uh, yeah that's where I'm at uh, let me get on I'm sorry, I'm at 18 I'm taking care of some things. But okay, thank you, Mama Lynn. I did want to ask um uh Elder, did, did, did Pastor Charles answer your questions? Because <laughs> I see you came up. <laughs> uh I, did I okay. I didn't pose it as a question, but however, you know, I cause I tried to uh implement this idea at my uh the church that I grew up in. Uh, as far as in the 1st of November, because we have several people in our church that do, uh, that have different hobbies and crafts that they do as, as a side hustle. Uh, for instance, my mother makes pickles. Uh, we had, you know, different people you that did pickles. Pickles. Yes, sir. Pickles. Okay. And we had uh, several members that do make things and whatnot. And a harvest festival, with, with you can include everybody. You can include the children. You can have things for the children. You can have things for adults. But then you had very, your vendors would be, because I know in Memphis they do an arts and crafts uh, thing uh, every year. Uh, it is done, I want to say the, either the 1st of October. It's either end of September, 1st of October in Memphis. And it, it highlights the different people that do different crafts and things of that nature where you're not getting into uh, the spiritual of it, but you could also have churches out there that, you know, had promoted their churches as well. Because um, I saw a documentary from a gentleman that used to be a Satanist and he is, he's saved now. He's, he's a believer in Jesus Christ now. And he adamantly said believers christians should do have nothing to do with halloween at all they don't need to do nothing comparable to it no hallelujah nights no nothing he said because halloween is a high time for satanists so even if you're doing the activity that satanists do do concerning halloween you're still opening up that portal. So if you're doing the dress up thing, you're still doing that. You could be dressing up as a, a biblical character. You're still doing the activity. And it's still opening up the same portal. It's just like, you know, some people have Christian yoga. I don't do yoga either because those positions are actually, um, what is it? Positions bowing down to a god that that's connected with yoga those positions so even if you're doing if you doing the hallelujah night the fact that you're doing a comfortable celebration you're still doing the activity so you're still opening up the portal and this came from a satanist he said i was a satanist for double digit years he said no believer no christian should do nothing comparable to Halloween.
nothing. Now, my holiday is, it's, it's, it's always after Halloween, it's after Valentine's Day, it's after Easter, it's after Christmas. It's happy discount half-price candy day. That's when I do my stock for my candy. <laughs> so that's November 1st. And plus 11.59.59 is when I start celebrating my birthday season. I, I celebrate on the day, but I do a season, and it ends on January 31st, 11.59.59. So when I saw him, this gentleman, talking about it, and he kept saying, believers and Christians have no business doing nothing comfortable to Halloween. Nothing. So that's why I say November or even September is fine. You know, a harvest thing where you you celebrate, you know, you you're not celebrating. You just that way you can make money for your ministry. You can catch everybody because you have your candy there, and you are highlighting people in your ministry that have things. They make cakes and pies, or if you did it in November, they can make that little money for Thanksgiving. You get your pie and your cake made. For your Thanksgiving celebrations. It's stuff we can do that has nothing to do with Halloween, but we're celebrating harvest time or enhancing the harvest time, the harvesting of uh, crops and the harvesting of, you know, that kind of thing. Where you still can, you know, you know, bring in uh, believers and, and bring in non-believers. And then, you know, all that can be done without even dealing with the the Halloween at all. And that's what I'm, that's what I've always tried to, to push. And, you know, and they was like, were you spearheaded? Yeah, but they still didn't do it. I was willing to spearhead. I was willing to, you know, put things in place and all that. And they was like, look, we'll give you your, you know, the money, whatever you need. Just, you know, write us out a budget. Okay, cool. I'll do all that. But, you know, when I say I was spearhead, they still was like, you know, it would never get done. They were still trying to do Hallelujah Night. And I was like, okay, y'all can have it. I ain't doing it. See, here in Cincinnati, the area that I live in, they do a Harvest Moon Festival in uh, September. And they have everybody out there with the quilting, uh, they had a 4-H cub out there with their little animals and everything. And uh, I mean, it's harvest time. So uh, I really do that. I So, yeah, that's where I'm at, at it, with it. I, you know, I don't even do horror movies. I can't. My spirit just don't like that kind of stuff. do that and prophet i wish we could have talked about the baptist bit yesterday uh you and dr Patton got on the phone and then we didn't hear nothing for y'all so i don't know what happened so i just left because i had to go and they are sneaking yogurt into school they're calling it something else, but they're trying to sneak it, sneak it in school. So 
y'all out there with y'all children, make sure y'all paying attention to what's going on. But they are trying to sneak in the school. But yeah. And some of these schools got, uh, I don't even know what you call it, but they have witch clubs. So, uh, yeah, they won't put Jesus in school, but they allow him that in school. Well, Mama Lynn, I just I just like the activities. I ain't trying to do none of the other stuff. I just like being able to go and see the vendors' tables, going to see different people when they, you know, when they had a set up. I mean, I think it's like I said, it's a good way to engage with the people in your church as well as the other people in the community. So I definitely understand. But I see Prophet Jerry in the building. Prophet Jerry, how you doing, man? Go ahead and greet us. Um, tell us how your weekend was. Just check in with us. Nigga love to the room. Nigga love everybody. Good to be in waking up with the prophet. Um, got up this morning, went to prayer, had my coffee this morning, uh, getting ready to do some food shopping here in just a few seconds. Get ready to load up my vehicle with some good vittles. <laughs> Papa Jerry, you at home long enough to go do some grocery shopping? Let me tell you. That's what I, I said, because <laughs> stay moving. <laughs> well, I'm home, I'm home for about maybe a week, and then we're back out again. Um, we're back out again. Well, my weekend was very, very great. I got a chance to meet in-person Prophet Omarius, big little, little brother. Uh, we had an amazing time at the uh, KLE conference in Atlanta. I had to leave right out because um, I had to be in Fort Lauderdale. And it was amazing. We were in Columbia Thursday, Atlanta Friday, and we were in Fort Lauderdale Saturday and Sunday. Got back home Sunday night and uh, preparing. Actually, this week we're preparing for <clears throat> a very special service um, of the mixing of the oils service in the Exodus chapter 30. Um, we're going to anoint our church. We're going to anoint the people of God because um, the word of the Lord over the house is God is sending increase. And so we're going according to Exodus 30. We're mixing olive oil with um, frankincense, myrrh, cassia, cinnamon, and calamus all together. And the Bible says that when we anoint everything, it shall be holy. So we're decreeing and declaring this week as we do a mixing of the oil service. Uh, the Lord told me to anoint the wallets, anoint pocketbooks, anoint doctor's reports, anoint business plans, because this will be a year of increase and overflow. And also, Pastor Charles um, and Prophet, oh, the Lord spoke to me uh, about two months ago, two months ago. And the Lord spoke to me that someone major in the clergy community is going to pass away. Someone major, he spoke that to me two months ago, two months ago. And Pastor Charles sent me a picture and I said, that's who it is. That's the person, that's the person. So um, even though the musician community has um, lost a great musician um, in the DMV area, but there is getting ready to be. Oh yeah, Eddie mentioned him earlier. Did yeah. you know him too? 
Aaron Peters? I, I, I knew of him. I didn't know him personally. Okay. But I knew of him and I knew of his music. I think he was at First Baptist Glen Arden, I believe he was. I, I believe he was at First Baptist Glen Arden. Yeah. Um, and that's where uh, my friend um, Brown, um, I can't remember his first name. He was a minister of music there. His grandfather and his father, his grandfather pastored a church in New Jersey years and years and years. And his father was Bishop Heber Brown and Edgeman, Anthony Brown. That's his name, Anthony Brown. Uh, was the minister of music there. I'm not sure if he still is the minister of music there, however. Um, but yeah, so just be on the lookout and be in prayer. There, there are certain things that we can't pray away. Certain things we can't pray away. There are certain things that God has already made up his mind that it's going to happen. And it is going to happen. So what do we do in those times? We just got to yield to the will of God. Uh, somebody say, oh, you can pray it away. You're prophesying. No, 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 no. This is what God wants to do. So we yield to the sovereignty of God. And I end on this. God's sovereignty is greater than your faith. He does what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. All right. Mega love, I'm interested in the conversation today as I am out uh, grabbing some vittles from the house. Mega love. Pastor Jerry. Papa Jerry. Oh, go for it. Yes. Sorry, I was just going to say real quick. If we are referencing, um, I'll say CP, yes, um, that, yes, that is coming. Yes, the, yeah. the Lord showed it me that two months ago, before there was an advertisement about what He was going through. The Lord showed me so clear, and I saw it very clear. And yes, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, it was. It was actually confirmed um, publicly. Uh, what was that Sunday? It was confirmed publicly um, what was going on. And then it it was in one area and then something else popped up in another area. So doctors have just taken their hands off and decided to keep him comfortable. Um, very sad, but it's a great time to just outpour love. And even with like the movie that came out, you know, just him being restored and loved on a lot of rights being wronged. I can't remember what it was called. Are you um, talking about when Sunday comes? There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of relationships and things being mended. So it's beautiful that God gave that opportunity um, and is giving us an opportunity, those who love him or care about him, you know, to love on him. If he lives out this week, it'll be a miracle. I'm just going to say that. If he lives out this week, it, it'll be a miracle. Um, it'll be a greater miracle if he lives to the end of the year. Because I saw very heavy, very heavy. And Pastor Charles is my witness, so I ain't lying. I'm going to tabloids. He's my witness. And I saw that. Oh. Love you all. I, I heard somebody mention that last week. I heard somebody mention that last week. I can't remember his name, but I think I've seen that on Facebook. He did a Facebook Live, I think it was. And I had to go back and look at his other pictures to see and the transformation of the illness that done wrecked his body. He looked like two different people to me, and I was like, wow. So, yeah, it is sad, but it's a joyous time, too, y'all. I know that sounds crazy. 
but it ain't crazy. It's a joyous time here. When I, from what I understand from him saying, he mended a lot of fences. You know, and he seemed at peace with it. So, if he had peace with it, why shouldn't we be? Why shouldn't we be? I think some. I think sometimes, especially when people are as large as they are in in um, in front of people, um, you know, and people don't realize it, but you know, we get to see a lot of their life uh, before us, especially if you grew up in the era, um, like in in the area. I would I would say the era that I grew up in, um, where every time you heard his name or you heard or you saw them there was something great and grandiose happening and lots of followers. And then that the, the whole uh, movement that he did um, that really brought uh, nationalities and brought personalities together, even the gave audience thing? to, huh? No, not before that, before, okay. see, that's the thing way before that we, there was we didn't know about that. In fact, you know, to be honest, I think sometimes some things are meant for your revelation. And and either if you got the revelation, sometimes it just needs to be a thing where it doesn't need to be brought in front of the masses. Now it happened. Um, and and we saw what people were willing to do and what they weren't willing to do. Um, and the thing was, is that even before he went out, he had some consultations concerning it and whatnot. And made the decision that that was what he was going to do. But when he did it, I don't think he knew the cost it would be. And, you know, he's, you know, and again, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you, you know, there's a lot that goes with that. Would I do that? Absolutely not. Um, mainly because now we have a template of what happens. <laughs> you know, I mean, but Dr. Charles, here's the thing though. What you mean would you do that? Absolutely not. That's that's one thing that I ain't gonna cap. I feel the same way I agree with you, but that's what scares me about being a prophet or being a preacher, period. Because it's like at any moment, if you get a revelation from God and the technology and the way the social media era works and it's not these days now and day, anybody can like it, it, it we see it happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? That these people fall real, real fast because they say one thing out of place, out of pocket, and now, now we often a demon as a witch. Y'all see how we get Mike Tom? This is why the scripture says that the deep calleth unto the deep. You yeah. can't reveal everything to everybody. Yeah. Because it's like what they do in there's there are certain things that people don't understand. They will never understand. Um, and, and this is why I tell a lot of people, you cannot wrap natural things around things that are only spiritual. You will break your brain trying to figure out something spiritual, natural. So everybody is not, or should not e e even say this, should not be privy. And this is why God doesn't speak to everybody because people are blabbermouths. 
They, they can't hold it. They can't conceal it. There are certain things I can entrust with Pastor Charles with that I know he's ready for. And 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 no offense by this, uh, uh, JY, I can share with Pastor Charles some things that I can't share with JY. Why? Because there's a depth that JY is getting to that he's not there yet that Pastor Charles can understand, okay, this, this level of depth. Also, I'll even say this, there's a level in depth that I can, I can tell prophetess Deborah, she, she, she'll tell you, I'm the only one that calls her Deborah, can't nobody call her Deborah, that I can't share with JY because there is a deepness and a level that must be embraceful, embrace, watch this. You will never understand trigonometry until you understand addition and multiplication. There are steps, there are levels, there are ways, there are dimensions. And I end on this, his passing is, will not be because he walked in error for, for, for these deep supernatural, uh, supercalifragilistic, oh, he, he went over there and started exposing that, so God killed him, no. There are certain things that God can trust certain people with to handle and die in. There are certain things. If God would have gave me cancer, he knew I would have died the first day I found out because I would have been tripping. God knows what you can handle. It's not His demise will not be because he embraced the inclusion or he embraced whatever he embraced. No. Certain things that he could handle and God chose him to handle it. So let's dead that. All right. Absolutely. And and there are just some things that, you know, like we like you were saying that some things that even I remember before I was pastor, there were some areas that I did not understand. I thought I did. And I thought there was wisdom that I had in it. Um, but it wasn't until I really became a pastor, um, really that some other things were open to me in terms of for wisdom and for understanding and and rightly so i think the one thing that happens is is that you're transitioning from being a sheep to a shepherd and and there are just certain things that are open to you that wouldn't be open to you um in 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 the uh, in the in the latter because there's no need for it you sometimes certain knowledge and certain things are just you don't have the need to know that and I believe that even our Christianity and in, in this life, um, there some we're just on a need to know basis on some things, and we've got to uh, be okay with that, and not not over not overly worry like Lord Jesus, I want to know what's going on. I don't, I, I just got I just need to know. Well, then that's the problem. You need to know, but what you're going to do with it when you find when you find it out? What you're going to do? And and that's the problem. Can God trust you? with the secrets can he trust you with the knowledge of some things that you may have to keep to yourself or just go into your closet and pray about you know can he trust you with that and how about this if you're gonna pastor can you be trusted with people's business can you be trusted you know a sunday i kind of i said something but i didn't you know i didn't reveal all this stuff and but i and let, let you wonder I said, you know, I said, and I said, and I talked about how being the pastor in the very early, early stages of this is that you have to learn how to recover. And I've talked about 
um, when you love people hard and you do everything you do them, you you help them with their marriages, you help them with stuff, you know, that nobody ever know, even knows about. And then they have the audacity to say, well, you, you're, you're, thank you, but you're no longer uh, needed in my life. Uh, I'm leaving. And they go somewhere else. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, if they're wonderful. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you know what you had to go through to help them to do that. And you have to be able to say, it's okay, Lord. Now it took a minute for me to be able to say that, but actually I had, I said it in on Sunday morning, on Sunday morning, this past Sunday, I talked about it from that standpoint. I said, listen, you guys, it's not, this is not an easy task and, and, and nor, nor is it always a, a, a feel good thing, especially when people come into your life and you love on them hard and you do, you put all your into it and you lose sleep with these folks and then they leave you. You have to have a different attitude. You have to kind of get it, you know, get yourself together. And I, I actually, I said it and, um, and it was kind of like, I saw one person just kind of walk out. I said, yeah, bye. And my, I said it in my head, but listen, but it was funny because, but I, but I'm, I'm making it kind of funny now, but it is not easy to be able to be a part of people's lives and in their business and they want you in their business. And then, and you have to recognize that sometimes all you're there to do is help to get them through to the next level. And then you have to let them go. It's like teachers do. You're in first grade. Once you're done, go ahead and go to the next grade and go to another teacher that will help you to be able to become and do what you need to do. And so, you know, that's an attitude and that's a place of growth. And that's especially a place of growth, I believe, for leaders that we can really, really wear people like a loose garment. If you need to take it, if you need to let it go, let it go and let people go because it's not, it's not advantageous for you to, to try to hold on to people and trying to hold on to the same person. And sometimes it's God is trying to change you from, change your appetite and you want to still eat McDonald's. Well, he wants to move you to Ruth Chris. And giving you the money to go to Ruth Chris, but you still got McDonald's mentality. So you just keep going to McDonald's. Okay. Um, you can't be trusted with that. And then you're trying to figure out why things are dry, why things are drying up. Because you're not really progressing. You're not becoming. And um, maybe that's a bad example of food. Anyway, God bless. Let me tell y'all something about that Ruth Chris and that sweet potato souffle. Woo. Profit. You gotta get. You gotta go to Ruth Chris at least one time. One time. Hey, Monty. That's why yeah, I got the hundred dollar steaks. Pastor Jacob told me to go up there and ask for a Wagyu steak. <laughs> I said, all right. That steak came out seventy five dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, let me change this BTR. Good morning, Monty. Good morning. Good morning, um, Armani. Good morning. How are you? Good. Wonderful. You sound. You. I don't. I don't feel good. Oh, I'm so sorry. You, you, you want me to pray for you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Lord. No. Okay. When Lord touch. What's your, your name? What's your name again? What's your name? Oh, wait a minute, stranger danger, never mind. Hi, Lord, bless, bless her, Lord, and Lord, help her to feel way better in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, she's back to life, bitch. 
What you said? That prayer worked fast. Right, that, that prayer, prayer worked fast. fast. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, need, she need her mind touched. I leave that baby's mind alone. Right. You just have to sleep a night. She coming off her little birthday high. She just had a birthday. Right, I see her picture. She looks so cute for her birthday, Monty. What y'all do for her birthday? Child, she was cutting up. She we celebrated her life, but she did not have a party. <laughs> what? So we celebrated her life that she was able to reach for, but she did not have a birthday party. She's been cutting up the last three weeks. Oh so, so I gave her one more chance to get her mind right and then we'll do an after party. But if not We'll try again next year. Not an after party. <laughs> after, after you get your mind right party. <laughs> Money. You gotta get uh -uh. yourself to bed together, Ebony. baby girl. When I say was cut she cut up my deodorant with the eyebrow razor. Fortunately <laughs> for us, that's the only thing she cut up because if I would have sent her to daycare and she was cut anywhere, they're reporting that to CPA. Um, right. She was coloring on the walls, putting her hands on her brother. I said, I didn't told him not to put his hands on you at all. That does not mean you can put your hands on him. If y'all have something that y'all cannot settle, bring it to me. But putting hands on each other, we'll get both of y'all knocked out. So, yeah. <laughs> she just she just knocking a few bucks, just like her mama. She be all right. Yeah, I'm a knocking buck on her. She, she already <laughs> not Don't play with me. Out, TT was a little uh little tomboy was a little rough little thing. <laughs> right, terrorizing people. <laughs> yeah, come she on up here, come on up here and, and uh come defend yourself, TT. Hold on, I, 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 hey, hey, people didn't believe me. I'ma say this one thing. Hey, I was the child that you would never know would do stuff because people believe I was that innocent. I used to convince people to do stuff. Like jump off the roof of their own house, cause all I had to do was smile and show my dick. <laughs> so you was the puppet master, right? Yes. <laughs> she over there controlling folks. She was I mean, Angelica I, from the right, Rugrats. Angelica. So yeah, so I had to uh, really 
But the thing about it was she got bullied. And and finally we, we had to convince her, you're going to have to challenge that bully. But when she decided to challenge the bully, she had a baseball bat in her hand. I'm at work. <laughs> My best friend, when I get home, she she's sitting there looking like she done went through a whirlwind. I'm like, what's wrong with you? So she decided to tell me. She said, I literally had to talk her down. We all did. We had to calm her down. Literally, because it had got to the point where the girl was trying to burn her hair. So, uh, you know, she took, she just went after the girl with a bat, and then they had to talk her down. Good thing she didn't hit the girl with the bat, or uh, I don't know. But God is good, because, I mean, I had to do some serious praying over that one, because, uh, <laughs> and she's a whole totally different person. She was when she was little, so God is good. God, ooh, y'all, y'all just funny. I think fight like that either. But my one fight I got into as a child, I took that girl's head. Well, I really wasn't, well, I was a child technically, I was 15, but I took that girl's head right into the side of the building, brick building, and they, they didn't talk to me no more. They didn't talk to me crazy no more. I was just as quiet, leave me alone, leave me be talk your stuff i'll let you talk your stuff you can even get in my face but the second you lay your hand on me it's a wrap i took that girl's head straight to the building her mother didn't her mother was talking all this crap like she was gonna press charges she ain't pressing charges and my mother basically just gave me a high five and took me out to eat so yeah hold on hold on why did that same thing happen to me in high school with a girl and a lock <laughs> i thought that girl had to leave me alone all day and she decided she just wanted to try me. And I said, okay. It took the whole football team to get me out for her. The whole football team. Mm. Jesus, the weapons of a wolf and a carnal. It's a mighty <laughs> through God to the foot of the target. I tell y'all, it was rough. It was rough. But this young lady, she had kept going and kept going. And they, and everybody had been telling her, leave her alone, leave her alone. And when she snapped, she went to the dark side. Then we find out, I get to the school, I'm in the office with the assistant principal, the principal, the counselor, all these people, and they're sitting there laughing, and I'm looking at them, well, your daughter got into a fight. Okay, so how long she suspended? What happened? You know, I'm ready for it to drop. They're like, oh no, she's not getting suspended. I was like, but she got a fight. They was like, well, you know, everybody knew the girl was asking for it. She'd be going around messing with everybody. And your daughter just decided to take it up. She asked for it at the wrong time. And I said, okay. And then they said, oh, by the way, we found out she pregnant. Who pregnant? <laughs> they talk about the girl. I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm not ready to pass out. And they was like, oh, no, she not God is good. I, that's all I can say. God is good. She was my brother. Michael was my mouth. You would think the girl would be mad and boy would be No, it was God. Because all that girl had to do was smile and show them dimples, and everybody fell in love. 
Well, I don't got no surgery yet, so I don't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love just living through y'all adventures and y'all stories that y'all tell with y'all kids, especially Monty, because Monty be putting hers on TikTok and the stuff her kids say. So I can already imagine how crazy it really is once you get your own. I see Prophet Christian in the building. How you doing, Prophet? It's good to see you. Listen, um, Prophet Jerry, we was in the middle of the conversation when you popped in, and I wanted you to, um, you know, kind of give shed some light on this as well because um, it's basically the title that's in, you know, that's at the top. But to break it down more specifically, if that's the word, more specifically, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we have two months left in the year, and Ebony was telling us about, you know, how she was trying to write a book and finish that for the end of the year, and she got a room on Clubhouse where, you know, people can come in and, they you know, they can get help with finishing writing their book and stuff like that. And I thought it was a good idea and whatnot, but I wanted to ask, you know, what are some ways that we can start measuring our growth when it comes to what is God saying to us and doing in us spiritually? Because for some reason, I don't know why, but I was reading in the Bible the other day where it was talking about how a lot of us just be moving and we busy bodies and stuff like that. It's over there in Thessalonians. And I was trying to figure out having a conversation with my people of how do we, you know, measure our growth instead of just making noise. How do we know when we're making moves? Because a lot of us be busy. A lot of us be doing stuff, be active. But it just be a lot of noise instead of actual moves. Like, that's it. <laughs> Money, I see the fire. I'm serious. It'd be a lot of noise and not actual moves. So I want to know, like, how can you help a person prepare for the next, you know, two months and say, let's start making some moves instead of, you know, just making noise? Well, firstly, <coughs> and that's I, I don't know. my favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if Ebony talked about this in her Okay, I thought it was just me because I'm not driving. I think you blended up a little bit. Can you? All I heard was. Can you? Can you hear me? Yeah. All we heard was I don't know what's happening. You're clear now. You're clear now. Okay. So, firstly. I said, I don't know if Ebony has this a part of her master class, but in order for you to see your progress, first thing you got to do is write it down. There must be a vision. There must be a visual that you have to hold yourself accountable to. Rebecca too says, write the vision, make it plain. They that read it may run with it. But also in that same chapter, Pastor Charles, the Bible says the just shall live yeah, by his come faith. Come on here. Shall live by his faith. So if you've written this down and you made the necessary steps to accomplish it, you know you're moving. You know you're moving because I start by, me, I start by handling the hard stuff first. What is the most difficult thing that I need to do? I do that first. Because I know the easy stuff will just come, boom, 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 boom. But I know I'm going to have to spend time with this. Maybe it works the other way for other people. But you have to have a visual on what you want to accomplish. And I have my journals in my in, in my house, and I reached in my in my uh, closet and got 
a journal that I had in 2017, and I wrote down my five-year plan. And my five-year plan was to rebrand ministry, get a new logo seal for my ministry, um, build ministry account, bloom, 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 bloom. And let me tell you, everything that I wrote down on that list, I accomplished. Why? Because I saw myself greater than where I was. I had to have a visual on where I was going. A visual. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a visual learner. I'm a hands-on learner. But if I see it, it, it calls me back into remembrance of what I'm doing. Because we're busy. Stay the course. Preach that, Pastor Charles. Stay the course. Track in the law of physics. You blend it up. You blend it up. Come on out of there. Come on out of that blend. Can you hear me? I'm, I'm, I'm riding. Can you hear me? They're going in and out. Yeah, you coming back. You're a little choppy, but you. Oh, no, he didn't disappear now. Okay, can you hear me now? Can you hear me better? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so not everything good lets you know that you're in the right direction. Friction lets you know you're going in the right direction. Mm. Friction lets you know you're going in the right mood. Because if, if you're not upsetting, if you're upsetting negativity, you're not going in the right mood. Watch this. A stone gathers no moss. A market can hit. Not that you won't be opposition, but you take your opposition and make it your opportunity. Turn your friction into faith. That's, That's what you got to do. So if you have it set in front of you, run the race that is set before you. So when you do that, I think I'm giving, I got a red bar. When you do that, I, I'll come back because I got a red bar. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, he did. He got a red bar. Man, that was good. It's that friction for me. Because you know, a lot of us we stop at the friction. We get distracted. We get no, we get distracted by that friction. Which is why a lot of people I think, you know what I'm saying, they'll start off good. First three months of the year, you you on that weight loss journey, you going to the gym. But then as soon as you know what I'm saying, the kids don't gotta babysit or as soon as you gotta do old time at work and all this other stuff, it messes up your whole routine, it makes up your whole your whole process. And now you didn't quit going to the gym. You didn't quit working on the book. You didn't quit working on the business. You didn't drop the ball because, yeah, that's that's good. Prophet Christian, I see you You in the room. You wanted to jump in since Prophet Jerry went out? Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and I'm just glad that I'm saved. Hallelujah. Because uh, y'all talk about all of them fights and carrying on y'all got to pray for me because i love to fight and i still will fight <laughs> just pray because i don't mind throwing these hands 
Hallelujah. So God has really saved me. So I'm grateful for all of that. Um, I would say to the question, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Yes. Hallelujah. We, <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Um, so don't try me. And I tell them in their face. Hallelujah. So um, for me, um, I am, you know, Pastor Prophet Jerry, that was wonderful of your um, explanation in that because um, it's imperative that we do this. Watch this, Bishop Designate. Um, every meeting that I am in for whatever I am in it for, I am a writer. I don't know if we have any writers in the room when you go to meetings, but I am he, right? I have so many different books because I write in the meetings. When God gives me something that I am supposed to do, I write what I'm supposed to do and I write it as the end product. I hope I'm getting ready to help somebody in this room. The, the difficulty for me, I felt glory right there and I felt my push. But where, where I struggle, Bishop Designate, uh, where I struggle, oh, my brother, Pastor Jacob, glory to God. It's good to see you, sir. Where I struggle, uh, Pastor Jacob, Prophet Jerry, is writing the entire plan. Okay, y'all ain't gonna help me. Yeah, fact. Gonna yeah. help me. Y'all yeah. ain't gonna help me. And and so so the Lord says to me, sir, I yeah, you wrote the beginning, you wrote the end, but how do we get from A to Z? What about G? You didn't write that out. You didn't write that. You didn't write out Q and L, and you didn't write out M X and, right. and, and O P and all of that. You got to write from A all the way to Z. So for me. I have to hire my weakness. All right. Amen to God. I have I have to be Hold on, able say that again. You said hire your weakness, like H I R E. Yes, that's exactly oh, what I good. said. Okay. I have to hire my weakness. Because for me to speak it out of my mouth, I speak it with clarity. But for me to sit down and write from A to Z. It's, a, it's, it's difficult for me. And, and, and so my prayer is, God, always put me in a position hmm, to be able to hire that which I am weak in. Always put me in position because what is that? I need a scribe. I need a scribe. I need a scribe. Fact, and fact. my scribe <laughs> has, to, has to okay. scribe out what is in my brain and I'm dumping it. Yeah. All right. I hope I hope this is helping somebody because as I dump, all of the instructions are in the dump. And for me, um, I tried Bishop Designate, I tried the recorder. It don't work for me. <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry for that's because you've been trying to speak in tongues. <laughs> that is the very ahead, same man. thing that I have. I have so many books in my head 
and it comes in yes. bits and pieces and I try to write it down. I'm like, it, and it comes so quick and it comes so heavy. Like, okay, God, how is this yep. going to make sense? How do I introduce this section right here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. maybe Ebony can help us out. I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, she going to have to because <laughs> maybe we need to go sit in the class. Uh, and, and I'll pay for it too. I don't have to have it for free. Glory to God. And so, because we, 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 first of all, we have to understand who we are, where we are, and what we are. And when you know who you are, you can produce more and be more effective in your productivity when you know your weak areas and you hire your weakness. So I, I, yeah, I just, I just believe. Good. I just believe Bishop Designate Prophet Jerry and, and Pastor Jacob and 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 Prophetess uh Ebony and, and Monty and Mother Lynn and and Sister TT. I just believe the reason we are not at the place that God really has for us is because we're struggling with identifying our strengths and weaknesses. And 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 if we hmm and this is why we're so noisy. And I, I think you said busybodies. Is that what I heard you say, Prophet Omar? Yeah, yeah. The busybodies. This is why we, we're talking a lot because we, we're talking, trying to find help in our weak areas, and 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 and, and instead of moving, your movement, you got to move, but you also got to speak when you are in the right room. Okay. All right. I, that didn't go over well, pa- Pastor Jacob. I said, you got to speak when you're in the right room. Ebony said, Ebony said she is writing a book and completing it, and she got a room that's doing that. It's several of y'all in here that got, got books inside of you. Y'all ain't going to talk to me, but I'm talking to you. Several of you in here got books inside of you. You got to get in the room, and then you talk. All right. Amen. God bless. I love y'all. May heaven smile upon you. Ebony, what's your services you offer, uh, woman of God? Because I can, I'm like prophet. Did you say scribe? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I'm going to put y'all on game so y'all ain't even really got to hide. There's an app called. Hold on. Come on up a little closer. Right, your mic sound far. A little further away. Uh, I think it's That's my head. Jackson say, move on up a little higher. Hey, glory. I think it's because my AirPod, one of my AirPods died. Can y'all hear me? Let's see. It's, it's light. It's light, but, but go ahead and talk. Okay. So there's an app called uh, O-T-T-E-R um, that will allow you to dictate. It will write it out. Uh, for you, and then you can return and edit it. You can go into AI, ask AI to, you know, make it sound better for you. Um, yeah, so those apps are really helpful. I need to get current, need to write my book. And so I'm brain dumped when it's brain dumped, and I can go back at a later date, look at it. I can put it into in, in AI and say, make this sound more visionary, make this sound more stealthy. Um, there's one called Cranly that I really like, um, where you can just copy and paste your text. It will rewrite it for you. Um, it will make it sound how you want it to sound. You can play with the controls, and then you can also check it to make sure there is no plagiarism in that same exact tool. So Otter, O-T-T-E-R, 
R and Cramley. Cramley is actually a website. I don't think they have an app. But Cramley is C-R-A-M-L-Y. Cramley, C-R-A-M-L-Y dot A-I. Okay, dot A-I instead of dot com. Um, and Cramley is amazing. It's like eleven ninety nine a month, but it is very worth it. It is very much helped me in school. Um, you know, like I know I got two small kids and I'm trying to get a master's degree. I ain't got time for all the doing in the house. So I, I brained up what is very simply there and it just increases the stuffiness and the missionary and places the words and makes you stop and think. So those two tools for you too. I'm gonna tell y'all that because I love it. Anybody else who had to pay me, subscribe. <laughs> are those tools prophetic? Because I needed to sound prophetic. Hello, it's got to sound like me. You said that was Grammarly? Cramly. We all over here trying to look it up now. <laughs> Put it up. Because I ain't going to cap that one. Def- that, I would say this is helping me because I'm in the process of doing something and <laughs> uh, it's not writing a book. I mean, when I finish getting through all of this, I probably could write a book on it. But it's helping me because I, I understand better why I see the beginning and why I see the end, but I can't figure out the middle. So this is helping me too. Yeah, it's amazing. Hi, Pastor Jacob. This is where we gotta trust God. The beginning, uh, beginning's fairly easy. Just get instruction, you got your seal, you're you're ready to go. The beginning can be kind of easy. The end, you know what the end result is. The middle is where you gotta trust God. The middle is always tough. Uh, we have a, a saying at my church, it be the middle for me. Uh, it's the middle <laughs> that you can't when you can't take your hand in front of your face. Uh, first step. They say it's the hardest. Eh, I beg to differ. The middle is the hardest. When you don't, when you literally just have to obey to take a step. Or you have to take a step to get the next set of instructions. So it's not it's not unusual to not understand that. Yeah, I learned that one when I had to go through my uh, cancer battle. You know, that middle was the roughest part. Well, you know, that's when I had to really learn how learn when I really learned how to put everything and all I had and nothing less. Uh, into trusting God to get me through that because that was a nightmare. So I said, anything else should be easy. But uh, the friction doesn't start. So I even have, I even begin to laugh at the friction because I mean, the friction is, you're like, okay, 
you just throw your hands up and you laugh. I just laugh because I'm like, you, you, you're not going to break me. I don't care what you do. You're not going to break me. You can't break me. I will not allow you to break me. So, yeah, that that's where I'm at. I'm in the middle trying to get through this middle. The middle part. I'm going to remember that. Mama, now, I think you're right. I mean, I think we all just, and Pastor Jerry was so elegant when he said that friction part, because that friction is what help a lot of us grow too. But for a lot of people, that's where they stop it when they get to that friction where it's like, dog, what Prophet Christian said, dog, I'm trying to write step C or step G, and I don't know how to do it. But at the same time, I still see uh, plan Z in mind. But that's why I say what causes a lot of people to stay focused and stay on top and actually do it. Because there'll be a lot of people like who run into that friction and they'll get busy with life. But in the business, so now they'll get busy with life, but in the business of life, instead of them being busy to actually accomplish, they get they they become busy bodies. You know what I'm saying? What like the Bible said, you you a busy body. You just making noise. You're not you're no longer doing what is effective to, you know what I'm saying, get your goal across or, you know, excel. So that's another point that I kinda wanna, you know, pull out. Like how do you guys stay effective in whatever you're doing? In the process of getting from A to Z and you say, Hey, I'm on step Z, I'm on step H, I'm on step O, you know what I'm saying? Like how do you continue to stay consistent, committed even with that friction, because like I said, a lot of people at that point will turn into busybodies, making noise and not actually accomplishing anything. Okay, Prophet, I'm going to go back to Pastor Jerry, because he the one said it. He said, if God had gave him cancer, he just going to go ahead and die. <laughs> at the last, when he said that, I was like, ooh, I started laughing, because that was me. Believe it or not, that was me. Because between the treatment and the stuff you go through with that chemo treatment, it's mind blowing. I, I can't describe it. I can tell you the symptoms, but I can't describe it. So I was laying in my bed and I just told Lord, He can he can just take me because it's just too much. I, I, I don't know if I can go through this. He can just take me to family. He said, do you really want me to do that? First time he said, I'm looking around the room like, who in this house with me? I know I'm in here by myself. And I dozed back off and he asked me again. I'm looking around. And finally, the third time he said, he said my name real loud. So I sat up and I said no and I just believe so I can't do this by myself this is just too much I, I started naming everything that was going on wrong that I could not do it I can't I can't I can't fight this by myself this is just too much this is more I know you said you know them old folks talking about the blood ain't gonna put no more on you you can bear I said well mm-mm this one I can't do. I said, but if you will, if you walk with me, I walk with you. We gonna do this together. And I went to sleep. And when I woke up again, he said, after my dream, he said, will you trust me? That's all I need. I said, yes. 
wholeheartedly. I made it through. So you have to learn. Like I said, this weekend I had two flat tires on the left side. Woo! What? So all I could do was laugh. I was like, okay, I can get that fixed. My car is under warranty. I didn't even care. We still had a car in the house. We still could get around. I don't care. Got it fixed, Monday. My daughter went with, with the car. They got it fixed. Monday, I was late to work. Traffic. I leave home early enough, more than early enough to get to work on time. Today, I got my car. I leave home early enough to get to work on time. First thing happened, the light came on on one of the new tires that was in there. I just looked at that and started laughing. I said, okay, you're not going to ride them. So then I get to work. I'm a half an hour late because it's an accident on her. You're not going to rattle me. I will not let you do this. So you have to fight back. You have to learn how to fight back. And I had to learn how to fight back. Because I was one of the people, something happened, I just have a total meltdown. I refuse to have a meltdown. And Mama Lynn, I'm the same way. Like I said, I'm 30. I still have meltdowns now. And I just like, I'm trying to be a man, God. I'm trying to do some comedy. But still be having the meltdown. Be ready to quit and give up. Get on your big boy pants and just look at it and start laughing and say, hey, it's going to get fixed. It's going to get fixed. It's going to get fixed. Don't get fixed. I'm not saying that something might not something might happen and it might shoot me for a second. I'm not gonna let it go any further. Because there's something that I have to do. I see the end. I see the end. I know the end. I know where it's gonna end at. But I gotta walk through this calling. To. I have to. They know that yes is powerful. We wake up and say yes every day to the Lord. So that means we gotta take, we gotta take some of them darts that come flying our way and dodge them or whatever. One my fingers. Just have to figure out a way to shake it off, but don't let it. Mm -mm. Stop wilding. Stop wilding and stuff, prophet. Stop wilding. Stop wilding. Start fighting back. You got a voice. You got a voice. Use it. Use it. You pray like ain't no tomorrow, which is good. So stop wilding. You're here to. You just gotta love the mother when the mother come in, y'all. <laughs> my God, she said, "Stop wallowing, huh?" Come on here, Whew. mother know how to get you together, and it's so nicely when she did it. She did it so elegantly. That was beautiful. Thank you, Mother Lynn. That was wonderful. Um, I I want to say this, and then I'm a I'm gonna go because I gotta get prepared to go to work. Um, oftentimes people um have. Uh, the flight ministry instead of the fight ministry because 
um, they they have failed to see success in their life. Okay. Um, and, and oftentimes when you deal with people that will sabotage their own success is simply because success was not something that they are used to have. That's good. That's They're not good. used to completing things. They're not used to seeing things to the end. They're not used to staying the course, whether, whether it was in middle school, That's whether good. it was in high wow. school, whether it was in college, yeah. whether it was because of life people check a battle with completing things people battle with success of a thing yeah and so the reason why you have that or the reason why we're making so much noise is simply because we're good starters but we're not good at finishing come on now right and 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 sometimes if we don't have a model we can look at y'all ain't gonna talk in this room but i'm gonna keep on talking sometimes if we don't have something that we can see with our eye if we don't have a bishop designate charles reed and we can see the legacy that he's building and it's carrying on. Glory to God. If we don't see a prophet Jerry, glory to God, that is establishing God through his own brand. We, we don't know how we're going to get there. We don't see a JY that's a comedian that's on billboards and carrying on and he prophetic in it. We, we don't know how we're going to do it, right? And so because, Come on now, sir. because of all of this, we don't see my good God from Zion, a pastor Jacob that has acquired acreage. Y'all ain't talking to me in you the room. Hallelujah. We don't see, we don't see a, a money that, that is the cosmetologist that is well sought after. Mm, my good God almighty. We don't see the businesswoman, the part excellent, describe herself, the, the ebony. We, we, we don't know how we're going to get to the place of completion because we don't have these people in our eyesight that we can model thereafter or we don't have connectivity to them. And so because I'm not connected to who's doing it. That's a good word, connectivity. I like that. Is a failure. And, and they, they want to say that they've completed, but they don't yeah. have receipts that they have completed. That's good. So I, I'm I'm in a position, right? I mean, I'm in a spot to where I'm challenging within my own self. I'm my own enemy. I'm my own sabotager. Didn't nobody do this. The devil didn't do it. I did it. Okay, let's be real and honest with the situation. You sabotaged yourself. You, The devil didn't do it. You just didn't see it through. You didn't. Faith without works, that's your problem. You don't want to work. You're lazy. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you, get that, when you get that good work ethic, when you when you get back to work, when you do the work, because ain't nobody going to do it for you. Yeah. When you put in the work, successes of the inevitable is got to come. It's got when you when you see yourself plowing and you see yourself working through the upsets, the frustrations, because guess what? They're coming regardless. I just want you to know whether they come through the process, whether they come after the process, or whether they come on the other end of it. You gotta work through it. You gotta do the work. You gotta plow. You gotta work through. And that means sometimes you gotta get over you. Amen to God. And so you making so much noise because you're struggling with you. Amen. So move in silence, get over you, and let's get to success. I think Pastor Prophet Jerry said something that he uh, wanted Bishop Designate to preach, and I think it said something like this, stay the course. That's what we need to put on our windows and our, our uh, 
refrigerators, put a post-it up. <laughs> yes, yeah, the refrigerator. Put it, put it in, in your on in your car on on the dash. And, and you need to remind yourself that you need to stay the course. There are some things I'm telling y'all. There are some things that are unfinished, and the Lord is requiring us to finish what we started. And some of us have to. We're waiting on millions, but you're sitting on it because you won't finish the product. That's good. That's good, Christy. That's good. You, you you're, you're sitting. Millions, you're, you're sitting on, on it. it. You're, you're, you're sitting, sitting on, on that idea that God gave you. Yep. He didn't give it to Prophet Jerry. He gave it to you. He didn't That's give good. it to Pastor Jacob. He gave it to you. That's Can you imagine if Prophet Jacob, I called him what I wanted to call him, if Prophet Jacob sat on that community store? Can you imagine? Oh, Lord, have mercy. If Bishop Designate sat on the fact that he wasn't supposed to build that church and get that land. Can you imagine? Huh? If Prophet Jerry sat on the fact that God said, get out of that region and go to another one, can you imagine? Hallelujah. Where would we be? We wouldn't be in the land flowing with milk and honey. We'll still be in Egypt. In the wilderness, just going around in circles. But God said, no, I got a land flowing with milk and honey. I need you to get there. So that's where our focus should be. The milk and honey. How we get there? Do the work. God bless y'all. I love you. May heaven smile upon you. Well, that was a mouthful. You better talk, sir, man of God. No. Uh, Jacob, go ahead. He gets on my nerves. <laughs> I love him so much. But, but he gets on your nerves. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Because <laughs> it's my nerves he got on. He just got on. Uh, Kristen, I quit four times yesterday. I quit. <laughs> Not in one day. <laughs> Not in one day. Five yesterday. Uh, um, and I, I quit being a pastor. I quit being, uh, I quit the projects. I quit everything. Four times yesterday. I told, <laughs> I told we him, thank God for your land. transparency, man of God. Right. I, I told them they can take the land, they can take all of that stuff because they fight me over something I didn't give myself. Mm. And you tired of people fighting you over stuff Facts. that was ordained by God. Facts. That you had no, no possible way, watch this, of doing it on your own. That's good, yeah. So you're sitting there, they're, they're, they're fighting you for something. And they're mad at you for something that God called you to. Uh, and so I, I, I quit four times. I quit four times. And uh, the, you ask the question, how do you, do you get there? Uh, and I realized something because uh, uh, I was talking to God and I told God, I said, God, I'm done. Uh, they can have it all. Uh, and they can all go to hell with it, as a, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that nigga go to hell with it. And, and I, I, I'm just being honest. I'm just being as honest as, as, as I possibly could be. I, I told him I got tired of, of, of fighting. And uh, this is what the Lord said. He said, uh, I gave you permission uh, to get weary. I didn't give you permission to be it. Um, I, I gave you permission to get weary. You can be tired. You, you can be tired all day long. Uh, but I did not give you permission to become, okay, uh, to make decisions out of situations you're not supposed to be, out of you being weary. Get tired all day long. Just don't be, 
Okay. Get weary all day long. Just don't become it. And you begin to make decisions as a result of what you've become. Um, so I've literally, I had, I quit and I walked away. Pastor and Jacob. I walked, and I went you to sleep. You can't, you, can't just, you can't rush over there. You can't rush over there. Because I think that's the problem that a lot of us, like, you know, I don't, I don't mean to speak for everybody, but that's the problem that a lot of people have. When they get weary, they become weary. Like, you got to break that down and make it make sense. Because I ain't even going to cap. There was some time where it was like, God, I'm a little weary, but I ain't trying to become it. But boom, here it is. I done became weary. And that didn't stop my whole progress. Because that moment became, what you, what you, how you said, the moment became a monument or a movement or something? Like, that, that the moment. Yeah. How do you escape that? Um. Get up and do it again. Take a take a break. Mm, come on now. Go, go outside. Go get you a, a Cinnabon. And, uh, <laughs> or, or do a, a Pastor Dr. Charles. Go get you some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and get on back on your grind and do what God has called you to. Because here's the thing. Um, I'd rather be tired than disobedient. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be tired and frustrated than God being disobedient to the God that controls who I am and what I'm doing, um, because my disobedience has bigger consequences than my tiredness. I'll leave y'all alone. God bless you. We can't hear you. You said you can't hear me? We can now. Okay. But no, I was going to say, um, it's interesting that you say that because a lot of people feel that the minute that they're tired, that they should rest. And I ain't going to cap. I'm one of them type of people. I'm a, I'm a workaholic. So ain't no resting for me because at the same time, just because, like you just said, just because I'm tired don't mean I get to stop. But a lot of people, you know, they get tired. They get weary. And... A lot of, you know, this culture nowadays, we can be so backward sometimes. But a lot of us teaches, teaches, a lot of people teach, be socially aware, be consciously aware. So even with me, there are a lot of people that, Prophet, you need to stop. You need to just chill out. You need to rest. I don't got time to rest. I don't got time to be tired. I don't got, you know what I'm saying? I want to grind because I want to get to the end at least. But at the same time, there's also that balance of, you know what I'm saying, grinding it out, toughing it out, and you know, working hard to see the finished product. But then but can I help you? when you do have to go through that weary moment or that time where you do have to rest and recuperate. So how do you know the difference between this is a time for me to stop pause or this is a time for me to grind even harder? Can I help? What'd you say? Prior? I just want to help you. Yeah. Go so yeah, go um, when, when, when you are an individual that has your hand in a plethora of things, what that you need to stop, you need to chill, you need to da 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 da. It's not to stop your flow, it's to refine your focus. That's good. That's good. You better talk here. Because when you are spread too thin, you ain't gonna finish nothing. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Okay. So you you have to refine your focus. You have to have both, you know how you prophesy and you bullseye? Hello? Mm -hmm. 
You got to have insight and you need intel to complete that which you have your hands on. That's good. Yeah. So 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 if God is is breathing on uh let me just say something that you do. If he's breathing on your media right now, why is your focus on everything else when he's breathing on media? That's good. That's good. God God ain't say stop doing everything else. Because everything else now is a byproduct of who he's breathing, what he's breathing on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You understand? You offer many things. You, I probably, you probably have fifteen things that you do, Fact. right? Fact. But you, right. You, you, right, have to understand how to hone in on your craft and 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 fine tune and master the craft that God is breathing on now. Because what he's breathing on now, he might not breathe on later. Yeah, facts. You're right. And so you got, hey, I feel glory. God, don't do this to me. You, got, you Yes, Lord. You, yes, Lord. You got to focus and hone in on that thing that he's approving right now because you don't know what that's going to do for you tomorrow. Yeah. So everything else now is taking a back seat. Oh, God. Mm. So now that which you said, God, I'm ready for you to open this door. You don't know that tomorrow is the day that he assigned the door to open. But because you're not ready, he can't release it to you. So what is that thing that the Lord is calling you to focus on right now? That's where your focus need to be. Sit down, carve it out, work it out, do what he say dominating it so now you will dominate a different way and you'll become the greatest that god wants you to be in that area and in that um sphere of influence so i just wanted to help you right there so that rest is not a stop it's a refining of focus no you're right you're, you're completely right and that's why i have this conversation because like i said this is not just for me it's for you know what i'm saying all the people that are connected because i ain't gonna count like i said i'm I'm in the grind season like my bills be due so i don't got time to stop and rest but here's another point that i kind of want somebody to pick up and address because i can't really you know i don't, I don't be really talking about it i rely on a lot of y'all expertise because everybody is experienced in their own areas and whatnot so that's why i love you know the diversity of the conversation but for prophet christian and for what you just spoke to, somebody can piggyback off of you or you can, you know, come back and answer it yourself. But what about for those people? Because I'm a single person. So, you know, I got I got time to hustle. You know what I'm saying? Ain't enough for me but sleep and feed myself. Ain't like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just got a dog. But you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't like I have family. Ain't like I got a wife and kids and stuff like that. So what about the people who, you know, are working hard, struggling, grinding and whatnot, but they still got to deal with like that family dynamic of wife, kids, spending time, you know what I'm saying, with wife, make sure she got everything she needs, taking kids to school. Like, how do you also, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't even going to cap. I know a lot of men right now that's caving. And I'm like, dog, we, we fresh off the pandemic. The world opening back up. But I ain't going to cap. This inflation is still hitting a lot of people. Christmas is coming up. So a lot of nerves are racked. And it's like, well, come on. Like, I mean, for me, I feel like... Ain't much to worry about because I'm a single person. But how do you help those type of individuals who have a family and you know what I'm saying? They gotta focus on, you know, this area of accomplishment for they I guess for themselves, but also worry about, you know what I'm saying, making sure they family taken care of. Cause right now, I think like and I'm hearing this a lot, 
But a lot of people are worried about Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. Are they going to be able to provide? Are they going to be able to do what they used to do? Because, you know, post-pandemic, inflation, and a lot has, like, shifted. So I'm like, you know, just keep grinding. I mean, like y'all said, keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing. But for a lot of people, they don't see it like that. A lot of people see it, I don't know, a means to an end, but I ain't ending nothing no time soon. <laughs> you have to see beyond your now situation, Fair right? You're right. So, so you you do what you need to do now so you can do what you want to do later. Yeah. So you take care of what needs to be taken care of, but that also does not mean that you ain't working behind the scenes to, to get, get your neck. Yep. You You're done. right. Just because you got to take care of house, wife, kid, all of that, don't mean stop the business or the opportunities that God has given you. First of all, wife, husband, that's a that's a two that can touch and agree and all things going to happen. One can chase a thousand, but two can chase 10,000 a flight. And I do believe that when you come into covenant, you got help. Facts, right. So when you come well, into covenant and you myself. got help, like, yeah, married and struggling. When you come into covenant and you got help, <laughs> you got help more than just financial help. Facts. You you can, you, you can you can you can put it in her hands and she'll make it magnify and grow that thing. She can do what you can't. Invest in what you got access to. And I promise you, y'all gonna live the life you wanted to live. But you got to be able to trust your help. That's it. That's all I got. That's good. I'm sorry. I'm. Y'all know I be having questions, not comments. Because once you once I ask about questions, you get me together. I be like, oh, okay. I ain't, I ain't in that part of my life yet, so I can't. I can't really vouch for it all, Pastor Charles. But like, jump in, because like, I want to know. Cause yeah, I don't me, got a family. Let me say this. Yeah, let me say this. This is um, one of those moments, though, that I think sometimes even sharing information is helpful. Let me give you a wonderful example of something. I think it's something called Chat GP, GBT or something like that. That's on there, and it's like it's an AI. Uh, mechanism that allows you to be able to, um, for like a better way of saying it, it allows you to be able to reword or restate what you normally would state in, in a regular moment. You know what I'm saying? And so, for instance, I'll read this to you. This is what I wrote and I had it written or I wrote it. And it says, and I'm talking about my wife, Elder Tremita Reed, Hudgens Reed is a wife, mother, minister, child of God, a kingdom citizen. Uh, Tremita was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Deacon Floyd Hudgens, and it kind of went down that list. And I was just kind of giving almost a step-by-step -step thing. She received the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost in Virginia. But Tremita drew, grew up in St. Paul, Church of God in Christ, Virginia Beach, St. Paul. And the church gave Tremita countless opportunities to work in all facets of ministry. So that's what I said, right? And it sounds, it's okay, right? It's okay. I mean, tell the truth. He's like, oh, yeah. That's it sounded like he was writing an obituary. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, a like, thank what you. is going on? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, see, I mean, yeah, I got to be honest, you know. And what I, but I had the, I had the knowledge and I said, I, I went to uh, chat GPT see? and I said, uh, re, re, rewrite this. 
rewrite this. And and then it came back in one second. It came back, listen to this. Elder Tremita Hudgens Reed is a dedicated wife, mother, and minister known for her unwavering faith and commitment to serving the kingdom of God. Born in Virginia, East Virginia, to devoted parents, Deacon Floyd and Mother Mary Elizabeth Hudgens, Tremita's spiritual journey began at, at a young age when she welcomed the Lord Jesus Christ into her heart and was baptized in the nurturing embrace of the St. Paul Church of God in Christ. Now, now I... That sounded a little bit better. It sounded a little bit better. A little bit better. Uh, I'm like, I'm like Shirley, I'm like Shirley sees in that show a little bit. Man, please. Like you said, what I was reading, it sounded like it was a, a, a minute, second by second account made by some sportscaster. Right, it sounded sound more professional like. and more casual at the same time versus the first one when it sounded right. really strong and obituary. Like. <laughs> but, but, but the point is, though, is that you know, to learn to utilize the tools that have been given you to be yeah. able to use. And if you, you know, if we're always scared of everything, in fact, I'm with groups, some groups that's kind of like, uh, you know, sometimes they, they be careful of that AI cause, cause, you know, yeah, people will, people will try to get you and, you know, cause they're in, they're of that age now of, they're so scared of being senior citizens and taken advantage of. And so it's that it's a generational thing, and it's up to us to be able to actually share some of the things that we know. I was listening to um, Ebony just share the different places you can go to and the things that can be done in this room in this moment that can be done if you just take heed to what was said. You you'll have um, some inspiration and you'll have information, Thanks. Thanks. and along with that, you'll also have. Uh, apply, what it is that you, apply. Yeah. yeah, you can apply this and make your stuff work. Um, and I said all that to say, that's what we're at at times. Sometimes we're not willing, number one, to share, because if I share with you the old adage, if I share with you, you might actually be better than me. Or you might actually do something and become we gotta a millionaire. We got to get out of that mentality, though. We got to get out yeah. of that. Yeah. Because here's the thing, you know. Some of the money and stuff like that is laid up uh, for for you, but you won't even go get it because you're either just too afraid or you just have other issues going on that's beyond all of us. And 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 it just needs to be a thing where we got to stop that. And when you see the mentality, either help the person along in along the way, and they don't want to be helped, leave them alone, let them go. Because at the end of the day, you don't need anything else to try to hold you up from really appreciating and getting all that God has for us. And so, yeah, that's that's a whole that's a whole thing. Um, and I'm listening to different people in their journey. And I, you know, as as much as I love uh, uh, Pastor Jacob and uh, Doctor Jacob, uh, I don't like him all the time. <laughs> I did used to say that. <laughs> And, and and the reason I don't, the reason I don't, and he knows this. This is not this is not something I haven't told him. He does one thing Christians don't they don't do. They don't tell they they will tell you in, in the open with everybody else, but they won't tell you personally. They right. won't tell you this. But I told him in private. I told him in private. <laughs> so and, and told him it told him to and one day I'm gonna go get to tell him to his face. When I come to Virginia again, I'm gonna make sure I find him and I'm gonna tell him to his face that how much I don't like him. And, and the, the, huh? Say what? You gotta 
Well, I'll come to where you are. Uh, yeah, see, I'm waiting for you. See, you met, you know, everybody getting mad because everybody coming this way. But that's all right. I'm coming y'all's way. I'm coming your way. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's and okay. when I come, I'm, I'm going to find you. Gonna I'm going to look you. Place. I, don't know why, I don't know why people say dead in your eye, but I'm going to look you dead in the eye through those eyeglasses you got, those those uh, um, uh, um, magnifying glasses you got. I'm going to look like dead in the eye. You know, your eyes look... Your eyes look small because your eyeglass is so thick. You know your eyes look small, so I might make you take. I might make you take the glasses off. Wow! And I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna say Pastor something. Pastor Jerry, to you. you hit him acting up. Pastor Jerry, <laughs> that's what we doing today. Okay, all right. Listen, Christian, Pastor Jones, be ready to fight. Hey, you look. You see. You see. I'm trying to get him to talk, right? I just, I just see that you're, you're at the point now where you, you've chosen violence, and so as a result, <laughs> he said the magnifying uh, glasses that you got on. <laughs> I told you, never ever make me your enemy. Always keep me your friend because I will go down the list. Amen. Bless the name of the Lord. Lord <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there are some of us that are uh, that are more at, uh, able to do that than others, and I'm, I'm not that quick. So let me go ahead on and get yeah, off. Here. But, I ain't gonna give it to you. I ain't gonna give it all. Look, <laughs> said I got that one, and that's it. <laughs> look, look, all seriousness aside, um, no, but for real, this, this, you know, I love how that even this room continues at times to really push us to be able to do better and to do more and find information out that we wouldn't have found in any other place, and we're able to share that. And so, um, but we've got to also not be afraid to try it and check it out, um. I think that's half of the battle. If we can really just check it out, and and we'll see, um, we'll see, you might see something change in your own life and in your own uh, financial uh, uh, portfolio if you would just do something a little different. If just like I said, I think I learned about Chat GBT from somebody else, but I uh, but I found out that I I had it. And I was like, well, no, 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 let me let me let me stop trying to do this on my own. And try to come up with my own thing. I got the, the the main words and the wording that I want. Let me let them try. Let me let them try. And guess what? It wasn't so bad. And my wife loved it. And so I, I say all that to say we're in a great, great season, a great season of information. And that if we would though take this information that we learn and use it to God's glory rather than trying to uh, be you know some kind of uh, just a just a dictionary, just a book, just full of information, but never using the information for yourself. Let's let's actually use what we got. Um, let me say this one more thing too while I'm here, shifting uh, the shifting the, the subject just for a second. And that was um, the guy that died from uh, Friends. The reason I said the Matthew guy that Perry. died from Friends, I think his name is Perry. Yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> I, Friends was not a show. That I watched at all. I just knew that I know the song, you know, the 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 their opening credits or whatever. That's all I know. I never watched that show. And and why I did not watch it? Because it did not appeal to me because or to they my stole the concept lifestyle. from Living Single, just be honest. And you know what? That's and here's the thing. That's why I mean Kramer, not Kramer, what's what's the other one? Uh, what's the what's the other comic that's uh I think he's Jewish or something like that? Um, I'd hate to say that this is what makes him a comic. No, not Frazier, but Frazier comes from what's the, Seinfeld. Yeah, 
Now, see, I watched a little Seinfeld. I watched a little bit of him. But let me tell you that the friends did not, uh, that didn't work with me because I don't have friends like that. I mean, not, not, not just their, not their race. Even because I have white friends. I know it's hard to believe, but I have white friends and we don't act like that. I mean, not yeah. because I'm black and they're white, but we don't, we don't have, I, we didn't different. have that. Yeah. 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 Even in the Christian culture, you know what I'm saying? The Christian culture in and of itself is a, is yeah. a whole different thing. And I think that's the one thing that we got to remember, even about this room and what we're talking about even now. Um, concerning pushing one another to do better and to be better and to want more and not want more just to be wanting more, but wanting more so that we can have and then we can also be a blessing to someone else. And I, and that's the feel that I get. I don't get that, you know, um, root little pig or die. That you, look, you get yours and I, I'll get mine and, and I hope you get what you get, but I, I really don't hope you get what you get because if you get what you get, then you'll be better than me. You know, and forget that mess, man. We're that's that's too late. That's us old hat. Let's really do this for the for the for the glory of God, and for the you know for the for just for the just for the love of what we what whatever happened to doing what you do just for the love of God and for the love of other people and and just enjoying the journey. Why not? Have, why not that? Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, Bishop Designate. Um, can you hear me, sir? Oh, I, can I need for you. you to. I need for you to tell your wife that she's amazing in God. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> tell her what? Because when you said tell, tell her she's amazing in God. When you said God made it fail and she came behind you, and said, made it fail. Yes, sir. Woo! I was dancing in the house. My wife said, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "Look at this clip," and we start dancing together. Y'all two are something else together. That's all I wanted to say. You know, he had to be amazing. Even worse in person. Even worse. Mm, 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 I can't wait to go there on Thursday. I mean, the the way she pushed you back there with that mic. <laughs> I'm talking about Lady Reed be on it. Woo! Good God Almighty. I can't wait to be there. That's your Bible study tonight. Yep, Bible study tonight. Yep, TNT is tonight. I asked the That's same right. question. I wasn't at TNT, but when you said God made it fail and she came right behind you, yeah, that was it. My feet got light. Glory to God. I promise you, I'm going to get tossed into the body that silver mic. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, talking so about the way that Pastor Charles used the Pastor Royal mic. He'll let nobody was, else use that mic. I mean, as, <laughs> as my grandma said, got this macaphone. He got this macaphone. And I'm gonna get that macabre. I I had the black one. Hey, either that I see. Only I say I had the black one. Pastor here. I can't wait to get there in person and just be able to look around and notice it. Just look, look. I'm gonna look. Uh, Prophet, I was about Prophet to sneak Jerry. up on him uh two weekends ago. Um I was in Houston and um I had got the rental car and I said, Well Lord, I'm just gonna stay over and sneak up on the man of God. Uh, but unfortunately, the man of God was at the Joyce Myers. Um, oh yeah, he showed up at there. the same time that I was at a different <laughs> conference in Houston. And I said, "Well, Lord, it's not really gonna work out because the man of God is behind the table." Right. And uh, yeah, and but I'm, I'm gonna catch him the next time I hit Texas. You better believe it. Right, because he was working. <laughs> My pastor has this silver microphone. My pastor in Memphis, 
has that silver microphone. It's the bone. I tried to play with that microphone. I said, oh, listen. I <laughs> oh, listen. he ain't gonna let you, he won't even let you breathe near it. I'm no, about no. He even way. got he, he even got his initials. Y'all ain't gonna in the words oh, of Pastor Y'all ain't gonna talk to God in this room. Wow, Pastor Tom. Pastor Jerry, tell it. Okay. So if wait. you got that mic, you know it ain't yours. You know it ain't yours. <laughs> what kind of mic is it, Jerry? Proper Jerry. Ain't that that sulfur bite? What is it? That silver. It's a, it's a it's the it's a sure. It is a sure. Sure, mic. that's what it is. I don't know why I call it. Yeah, it's a sure and it's a it's a titanium. It's, it's, I think it's what do they call it? Titanium? I'm not sure what color they, uh-huh. they call it. But I've but been watching about, for two years. I ain't never seen I've been watching Pastor Charles live for two years. I ain't never seen him pass that mic to somebody else. They were bring a whole new mic. And you ain't gonna see him pass it. And you ain't I don't care how much you love him. As a matter of fact, his own wife don't even touch that microphone. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> you know what? Y'all be big. Oh, Lord. Listen, one of the other mics she was supposed to have, she was supposed to have the black one. She didn't want it. So we put it up there and we just got it up there. So y'all I don't, don't care know the whole what story. mic she got. I don't care what mic she got. <laughs> just let her holler. Oh, just God. Just, yes. <laughs> you know it's true. Oh, God. You know it's true. I'm telling you. I can't wait to get down there and just have a good prayer service with Lady Ruby. I know she's just gonna pray at the end of January, so I'm gonna make my way there. I'm telling you now. Oh, that's that's when their their church anniversary in January. Obi show, Obi Shay. Show enough is. I'm telling you. Show enough is. Well, Pastor Charles, I think you might have your next Fat Tuesday guest there. It sounds like we. It sounds like we will. Hallelujah. Right. I'll, be, I'll come back down there for that one. <laughs> hey, Prophet Jerry, uh, Prophet Christian, I think we should go, all three of us, just go meet him up there. Come January. on. Come on. Done. Because, done. Because my wife <laughs> loves Lady Tremita, and they get, done. Done. Tell all the wives, go hang out. Tell all the wives, go hang out. And then, yeah. and then, pa- Pastor Reed gonna take us to that Italian restaurant. Yeah, no, no, no. Italian. Italian. <laughs> How you say Italian restaurant? No, it's an Italian restaurant. It's it's a restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah, I think, I think the three of us should go and see if, if the Lord will put, let us put our feet on His floor. He might allow us to touch the mic if we come together. <laughs> as... <laughs> Y'all know, y'all know, y'all. Okay, you know what? I, I don't know. What to say. But you know, come, he, you know the worst part about it is gonna come and serve. I'm truth. gonna be the temporary adjutant. If, if he if he wouldn't tell the truth, I wouldn't. I would. I'd be. I'd be gone. But let me praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. When you come in the yourself. vestibule of the church, Pastor got TVs in the vestibule of the church. Who has? TVs in the vestibule. I knew he was bougie when the doors of the church was tinted. I said, oh, he got tinted windows on the doors of the church? You open the lobby doors. The doors got kingdom life on the doors. I said, oh, yeah, he bougie for real. You can't even look at him. <laughs> and you know he's a good church because his church by, by the railroad track. So you a move of God ain't going through unless you hear that. <laughs> if, if you go there and you don't hear the railroad track, 
the move ain't there. You ain't doing nothing. Just wait until that's the real. <laughs> that's what he said. Well, y'all started shouting that train had came on through. <laughs> I'm so excited. Y'all, y'all gotta understand. Y'all gotta understand this. Some of this stuff was just kind of like, um, you know, I think somebody came in and they said, oh, you got a railroad track. Ooh, yeah, God's moving. You remember, if something's being said, good. You know, use that as a as an advantage. I said, thank you, because I was hating the, the fact that the Lord, I mean, that's all we could get. And every time uh, somebody worked for the railroad, and they said, oh, they don't go through on Sundays at all. And man, we were sitting in service and I was in the middle of preaching that railroad. Man, it was just a lot, and and the guy looked right, right. He looked right soon because he was like, "I thought they didn't run on Sundays." I said, "Well, listen, it is what it is, and this is where we are at." Man, we turned that thing into a blessing. Yeah, that's because it really, man, it really does happen like that. It's like whenever God, whenever the spirit is high, or something's happening that needs to be said. That train start, you can hear it from afar and everybody knows already. They start listening intently because we don't know what's going to happen. Man, we were in the service that night and just set it up for you. We were doing our regional meeting and uh, I was trying to get done. And then, then that train came through there and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pump y'all up at Remember all. Remember last week with that lady? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, the, what she, when she preached. Yes. That yeah. was it. That was okay. a, yeah, that was a regional meeting. But the funny thing about it was, is that what I've learned in the process is that whenever we praise him, oh, come on. Oh, Lord. Your tone just shifted. Your tone just shifted. Why did you make it now part of your atmosphere? So it's a regular thing now. But whenever, we, listen, whenever yeah. we praise him, whenever we praise him, it's an act of your will. Yep. It is something that I want to, I lift my feet up. And sometimes it gets a little, That's it gets it. a little, you know, it gets a little easier, you know, when, when you when you feel that little shift in your spirit. But listen, you sometimes you got to start it off. You ain't got time. Be sitting here, come on, everybody. Let's praise him. Oh, no, no, you praise him. That's another thing. I am not going to become somebody's bishop and I ain't going to praise the Lord. I am never going to get so big that I'm going to sit here and watch everybody else praising and I ain't going to stand up and, and shuffle my feet. Listen, we we gonna sh- I'm gonna move. I'm gonna do whatever I can do. These three hundred and some pounds. Uh, we gonna shift them. We gonna work it. And Man, you start- can shout too. I saw your footwork. Yes, you can. You better know. Wow. Listen, we didn't we didn't get here. Look, we didn't get here by cheesing and 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 sitting and looking and nodding our head and patting our foot. No, no, no. We lift up our feet off the ground. And we give we give we give the Lord some footwork praise. Come on here, you better come on here with that. Don't talk you sit around it, in no church it. and do nothing. No, as long as you can. Listen, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm getting older, and I get some stuff like that. But I said, Lord, please just keep me, Lord, keep me, keep me, so I can always give you a praise. Because I am not gonna be one of them. They're looking, and just oh no, uh-uh, we gonna praise him. And we're going to move some, do some footwork. If I have to praise him on a walker, I'm going to lift my feet up and, and do something. Throw the walker, yes, throw, throw the walker away. Come on yes, here. Sir. Yes, sir. Why? Because he deserves it. He deserves every every movement I make, every hand lift I make, every holler. I told you, I'm sorry. That was what I did that night. I'm trying to calm down and be nice and be kind. But let me tell you, when I brush my teeth, crank I brush it up, it. sir. Crank it. I brush my teeth. <laughs> 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 Come on here. Man, this is what this is about, for real. This, Listen, 
listen, it is an act of our will. When we when we lift when we praise the Lord, when we do whatever it is that we do towards Him, it is an act of our will, and that's what the where the where the blessing comes yeah. because you do it because you want to do it. Lord, I don't, I don't praise you just, just because you're good. I and mean, that's great. That's a great, but I praise you just because you're God. My, oh, okay. Let me go on over here. Let me go over here. Let me just start. That tone is shifting. Let me, let me get my clothes. Let me get my clothes. I'm on. with you. Together. I'm with you. I'm just with because you. I'm he's God. You. Just because he, 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 the scripture says he measured the earth by the span of his hand and he makes himself you, so that he can man. understand who I am. Little me. And he he actually he actually favored me and favored you. Come on here, you better get yourself together. Stop stop playing with this thing. Stop playing with your salvation. Give him praise every chance you get. Uh oh, Pastor woke up. Look, that's the other part. Remember the other part I put there for the name. He said the scripture talks about. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Man, man, that thing got me that night. Let me tell you, put those hands out. I'm safe. Hard. I am Shine safe. I am safe. He said, he said the righteous, we, those who, 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 who are looking towards being in right standing with him, God's right way of doing, his right way of being, the righteous run into it and we are safe. Hey, you said, well, listen, I was watching some different clips of uh, folks running into base and running in and, excuse me, one dude ran in there. He slid across the base, tagged the base, slid across there. And the other guy ran across it and you had to look at it real quick. But the, but the umpire said, safe. Listen here, y'all better, y'all better call me. You better get, get, just go ahead and mute me because I'm going to get happy right here by myself. The no, righteous run into it. We are safe, y'all. We are safe. We are safe because the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. I, I, I shall not want. I have everything I need. He makes me. He makes me rest in in the grass where the grass is good. He leads me by the still waters. The water. He said the water's got to be still. I don't want you to have no rushing water because you might fall in. Let me get. Let me give you. Let me give you some water that's a little bit still. So you can drink it and not be nervous. Come on here. God will bless your life so much that he will set up everything so you can be who he's called you to be and do it in peace and not in, in craziness. Lord, thank you. Is it, is it, okay, Christian, you okay? Y'all pull me out of here. I'm done. Let me take my little silver mic. Let me go. And go on sit down. My silver mic which says Pastor Charles on it. Let me go get it. Let me go ahead and get it out. Let me take care of this and get out the way. Because I feel that silver mic anointing right now. I'm feeling it because I'm realizing even more so that every chance I get just because he's God, just because he's given, he's making our bodies work the way they work. He intricately formed us. Everything is working. Everything is working the way it's working. It's not when you put all of this, the, 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 the different parts of our bodies together in, in terms of all the cells and all the things that's it made what the earth what the body is made of and when god breathes into it we become a living soul we're living we're living because of god's breath and that's why we get happy about it's your breath in my lungs so we pour out our praise i'm on here okay you know and so now uh, we're opening the the doors of the church 
if you need salvation today, if you need, I need, oh, I need no, no, no. It's offering time. time. It's, it's offering time. time. Oh, yeah, it, it is offering time <laughs> at Kingdom Life, ain't it? It's, it's offering time. That's right. Come on, let's make our offering declaration. Come on, let's do it together as an act of faith, love, gratitude. <laughs> And a heart for you and your house. We bring our tithe and offering from our house and release it here into yours. Yes, because sir. of the generous and consistent giver, the fear of lack has been broken and has no power over me. As I give today, I believe before health and healing, jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, bills paid off, favorable settlements, checks in the mail, scholarships and grants, gifts and surprises, finding money, blessings and increase. And guess what? I will never be broke another day in my life. Woo! Thank you, God, for watching over your word, to perform it in my life, my fa family, and my finances. You have blessed me to be a blessing, and I have more than enough to give so that your vision and purpose for this house may be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Amen. Now give and watch God fulfill all that you just said. Okay, I'm back. Now it's time for the announcements, the morning announcements. We are having our uh, slate conference. It's coming up. It's going to be starting this Thursday um, at 7 p.m. Please know that Lady Reed is in charge of that. She is over the women's ministry and uh, the women of royalty, and she is doing such a fantastic job. She's, she's been hollering, and she's been preparing and doing just so that you women and women of God can be blessed. And, of course, us guys who are there to be safety and be what we need to be around the corner, we're going to get blessed, too, just from being around the corner. But we're going to be there, and we're there to serve and to service the people of God. Now, come. It's only 20 bucks, 20 bucks a person, and you get another 20 bucks, you get a T-shirt. Hallelujah. And But you get a lifetime of blessing as you come and join the people of God. Anyway. What's next? All right, y'all, I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I'm not kidding, bro. I'm not kidding. But, but we are, we're in a great season. Let's work it. Are y'all talking to me? Yeah, I've released the mic to you now. I've turned my mic off and put it in the holster. And so I've noticed I didn't get to you. I put it in the holster. I put it in the holster. Oh, we Well, listen, Bishop, you already know. I'm over here working, trying to get myself together because I do all that packing tomorrow. So I'm washing today. I'm getting everything together. Because I ain't going to cap. I'm so excited because I know I'm going to glean from you. I know I'm going to get all the information that I need. I know I'm going to get one to process. And we even just gonna have a conversation that I just know, you know what I'm saying? That we gonna I'm excited. I'm I'm jealous that Pastor Jerry went down there first. That ain't no cap. <laughs> I'm jealous that Jerry went down there first. But hey, I ain't gonna I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm definitely in grace and have But no, I really enjoy this conversation as well. And I'm over here multitasking because, like I said, I do have to get some things done before um, I leave this week. Um, so if y'all want to, we can definitely wrap up this conversation. Um, but before we wrap up the conversation, I definitely want to give everybody the chance and the grace to give final remarks. Um, there's no question of the day because I'm busy. Um, but if y'all want to give like a weekend highlight or give a testimony because it is Tuesday, that would be great. Um, my testimony today was I'll 
I went to sleep with a problem. I ain't gonna care. I went to sleep with a problem, woke up with a solution. Only because God provides even overnight. I'm talking about God sends payments overnight. God gives dreams overnight. God gives everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me who still believe in overnight miracles. But Pastor Jerry, even when I was in conference with you on Friday, and you were speaking things and speaking and declaring things, and we was even praying up that night. Something in my spirit kept saying, there's a you said spirit I said God what you mean there's a you said spirit he said there's something in me that I've released in you to where you can declare my word and I'm going to honor it because I said it and I said oh so I can decree and declare your word back to you and 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 it works for me and when you kept speaking it on Friday I kept saying God you said you said, even when y'all kept praying and were moving, I kept saying, God, you said, you said, and when I tell you, things just kept working out for me all weekend, all week. So, man, when I tell you, I'm excited even about the rest of this week, the rest of this year, even though I know there's going to be some things that we're going to face, some things that we're going to go through, some things that we're going to see happen. Um, I'm believing by faith that because I know what God said. You know what I'm saying? Some things are going to continue to work together for my good. Everything is actually going to continue to work together for my good. That's what I'm believing. Not just some things, everything. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you guys. Because like I said, I got to go ahead and get back to work. I got to finish my workout for the church first because, you know, I'm going to be gone for the rest of the week. So I got to go ahead and finish out everything there. Go ahead and wrap up everything personally. That way, when I come down at Pastor Charles, I can be able to, you know, be fully committed, serving, you know, help out in every way possible and be fully devoted. But with that being said, like I said, I'm going to turn it back over to um, you guys so we can get final remarks and question of the day. Um, like I said, Mama Lynn, there's no question of the day, but if you have a testimony or if you have a uh, weekend highlight or something that you want to share, go ahead and share that. I'm going to throw it over to you, then Pastor Charles, Pastor Jerry, Prophet Christian, um, Pastor Jacob, and then Elder. Last but not least. All right. All right. Let's go. Well, actually, Elder there, Pastor Jacob. Last but not least. I'm sorry. My moderator key got me out of control, but Pastor Jacob, you know, you know, I'm like closing, so I'm going to throw it over to you so you can actually give your final remarks. And then after your final remarks, you can go ahead and pray us on out, and then we're going to shut down from there. Okay. Awesome. Mama Lynn, it's on you. Well, this has really been good. Really been good. Really been good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Prophet. Uh, um, my highlight of the weekend, uh, my highlight of the weekend, it was just, uh, eventful and happy. Made the best out of the situation that I knew that was going to be fixed. But, uh, tonight, 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 we are wearing our hoodies, at least I am, and my daughter bless her heart, got me tickets to go see Kirk Franklin and Family Reunion. So I'm going tonight? to that tonight. tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes, oh, Lord. that's what's up. Uh, then she told me. You're going to have a wonderful time. We on the floor. We on the floor, y'all. So y'all, ooh, I know. And y'all going to have y'all hoodies on. And y'all going to have hoodies on. Okay, now. Yeah. Yeah, I know y'all saying, now that little old lady, hey, this little old lady got a lot to be thankful for. It's the fact that she woke me up to sleep. It's enough to give me life. So, uh, 
Excuse me, you can't go out the door. Okay, sorry. So you have to go back out, go around. Um, so yes, I have a lot to be thankful for, and I can't wait. And I'm going to try to take pictures for y'all. I just caught up. I, I forget. I either got a phone or a camera. So if I try to do my best. I will. I will. But I just need to hear David Mann sing because we all forget that man can sing. And that's it. That's my highlight. Love y'all. Pass charges on you. Do 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 do. I'm running across the room to grab the phone. No, you good? Ran away from the Vegas. Went back to Great, great room. And of course, as usual, we're just so thankful to God for what He's done and how He's doing it in our lives. And um, just um, excited for the coming days for what God is about to do. I'm just thanking him because I realized that in and of myself, I have nothing. But in, through him, I can do all, thing, all things as he strengthens me. And I'm, I'm really glad about that. Um, praying, though, that God would uh, really overshadow us with his glory and power while all this is going on. And uh, it's going to be cool. I'm just really thankful. Really thankful. When I say that, I mean that with everything in me. I'm just thankful to God for all that he's doing. It's going to be a great day, great week. And uh, let's get ready to rumble. See you later. God bless y'all. Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Listen, instead of doing the Waking Up with the Prophet Conference here in Atlanta, I might have to do it in Colleen, Texas, and have everybody just come out to your church and have you host everybody. But I ain't going to cap. That hotel that Pastor Jerry and was in, Pastor Jerry, you, you ain't know, like, it was literally right across the street from my um house. That was the only reason I was able to make it. Because, like I said the other week, normally when people say, oh, I'm having a conference in Atlanta, it's on, it's in Conyers, Marietta, Lathonia, Smyrna, and it's never really in Atlanta, nor in the city. So, by you being, like, right there, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to definitely make it. And the fact that I was able to, you know what I'm saying, make it there to see Prophet Jerry, you know what I'm saying, it was cool. Prophet Christian, the On My Way Home conference with Prophet Jarrell was this weekend as well. And I told him, I was like, bro, I want to make it. But y'all know, I don't got a car right now. And y'all 45 minutes, 55 minutes out there. I was like, ah, I ain't going to make it, sir. But I'm going to pray for them. And apparently they did a great job. I was able to catch some of their, you know, pictures and stuff that they put on social media. But y'all know, y'all come to Atlanta, y'all got to let me know where y'all let so I can come. But, Pastor Charles, I'm excited because I'm able to come out there and see you this time. And, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, all of all y'all going to get together. I'm going to be a fly on the wall, and I'm just going to come just to be nosy and get all this good preaching that we get. You know what I'm saying? Mama Lynn, you going to have to come with us because we just going to be the throwing chills and just acting up because I'm telling you, it's going to be insane. But, Prophet Christian, I'm going to throw it over to you so you can get final remarks. Um, we can highlight or a testimony, whatever you want to share with us um, on this morning. And then we're going to throw it over to Elder and then Pastor Jacob. Uh-oh. Can y'all hear yes, me? Yes, sir. Do, 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 do. Oh, all right. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm grateful for the room today. Uh, I am just getting back to my uh, space of normalcy. 
um, the month of October, God has been doing a whole lot, um, and I have been traveling, doing ministry, and doing the things of the Lord, and, and it's been great. Um, Sunday, um, the Lord actually, um, amazing that we're talking about this, because the, the sermon that I preached Sunday was built big, and um, <laughs> it's time for us to get beyond ourselves, because the vision is bigger than us. And so because it's bigger than the visionary, we got to build bigger. Um, so that's where we are. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to what he's doing in the lives of the people. And I will just say, say the course. You you can do it. You can finish it. You can make it. Fight the devil. Tussle with him. But at the end of the day, worries, no frets, no fears. Um, and, and don't let nobody, no man, nobody, no thing tell you that you cannot do it, including yourself, because nothing, nothing is impossible with God. I love y'all, and I'll see you on the other side of glory. Well, hold on. Well, hopefully you'll see us tomorrow, not on the other side of glory. Well, see, <laughs> going we, we don't know when glory going to hit. We don't know when the time come, but we ready, huh? Come on here. Amen. Uh, Amen. I don't hear nobody saying that. Hallelujah. I pray we'll all be ready. All right. I pray we'll all be ready. Well, there you go ahead, son. Yay. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all gonna let... No, we're not. No, we're not. If I can't sing, you can't sing. Ready. Right. Put put me there. Put me in the right key or something. <laughs> oh, because I'm going to say that song. Ooh. It's in the shower where your glory is. Glory to God. Well, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Elder, I'm going to throw it over to you, woman of God. Because they ain't going to let me sing. They ain't going to let me be great. <laughs> Yo, you must be ready when he comes. Right. When he anyway, it's 37 degrees here in the city of Toledo, Ohio, and it's 12.15 p.m., and it's 37 degrees. I'm cool with the cold because I was born in that. I'm looking forward to 11.59.59 on tonight because it starts the celebration of my birthday season. I don't do days. I don't do months. I do seasons. So I go from 11.59.59, October 31st, to January 31st, 11.59.59. I am thankful for God's goodness and great because I'm thankful for what he is Hold doing. Hold on, pause. Hold on, pause. Let me stop. What a rewind button there. Did you just celebrate? Did you say you celebrate your birthday for a whole 60 days? I've celebrated from a season, 11.59.59 on October 31st to January 31st at 11.59.59. <laughs> How do you take up somebody's whole season? I do a season <laughs> because a man of God prophesied to me when I was working in the bank. And I had my, my little chair decorated for my birthday. And he said, oh, no, woman of God, you a pastor. You you celebrate birthday seasons. And I've been doing it ever since. So I do something for me every day for the whole season. I do something. And I've already got plans for most of the season. Because during that season, my daughter will graduate from college with no loan debt whatsoever. So I give God Amen. glory. I give, I give God Amen. praise 
for yeah. what he's doing in her life. She go around the house and spent the whole day around the house singing the hymns and praise and worship. I said, Lord, I thank you for what you're doing in her ministry and what you're doing yeah. in her life. So I am all day. I am Gucci, as some of them say. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Stay warm. Be blessed. Amen. Well, listen, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate all you guys for just your time, your energy, you know what I'm saying, and, and the grace that you guys bring to this room. With that being said, you know what I'm saying, I'm finna go down to Colleen, Texas this week so I can learn how to host the conference for real, for real. So when Take I come back... Take your jacket and your coat. <laughs> right, because <laughs> it's already cold. But I'm finna go down there real quick so I can learn how to host the conference from Pastor Charles and Lady Reed for real, for real, so I can come back next year and I can host the Waking Up with the Prophet conference. And listen, I'm telling you, it's probably going to be a three-day, possibly four-day revival, or we might just have folks services depending on um, how many people I can get there. But I already know Pastor Jacob going to be the closer. That's why I got him practicing now, because I'm telling you, that Sunday evening or that Sunday morning when I'm getting ready to send everybody home, I'm going to tell him, Pastor Jacob, go ahead and close this on out and press on out, just like I'm going to do now. So Pastor Jacob, go ahead and Press on out, close on out with final remarks, question of the day, all that good stuff. And then we're going to close this room on down, and I'll see y'all again tomorrow. Because like I told you, my voice is still hoarse, and I can't wait to just get on, you know what I'm saying, to Colleen so I can just chill out and not have to talk to nobody and just do what Pastor Charles say. Hey, Pastor Charles. Yes, sir. Let me, sir. Just help me with this. I just can't give up now. Oh Lord, come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be a long, and I don't believe He's brought me this far to leave me. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I am so gracious, grateful unto God. Pastor Charles got me started on talking about the reasons I have to give him praise. I can't hear nobody. I need Come three on. of y'all who I know we're at the last moments of this ministry today, but I need at least three of y'all who will lift your hands and Come give on, God sir. a Come thank on, you. Sir. Because no Come matter on, how sir. much Come on, sir. You have reason him huh. to I can't hear nobody. There, there ought to be a piece of you. You don't need to have a I am on the nice And it ought to be at least two of you right now who can breathe that that are qualified to thank the name of our God. Oh, yeah, that man. He's been that good. He's, he's been that good. He's been mighty nice. Mighty nice. Uh, I'm a, I'm a little low, but I feel uh, Pastor Charles that got me started this this afternoon because when I look back over my life and I see where he's brought me from, Mama Lynn, when I had cancer and when I had the heart attacks, God is a keeper when my my life does not deserve my life. Here's why I give him praise, Prophet Christian. I give him praise because I'm smart enough to know who I am 
and I'm smart enough to know that because I know who I am, I don't deserve his love. Ain't nobody talking back to your boy, but I can tell you, while you won't praise him and while you while won't you open won't your mouth and your dirty hands, I want to tell you, there ought to be at least three of y'all who have a realization that God's love is not what you deserve, it's what you've been given. Oh my God today, it's not what I deserve, but it's what I've been given. Father, we thank you now for your love, your grace, your mercy, and your kindness. Thank you that your grace supersedes our ignorance. Thank you that your mercy overshadows, oh my God, our wrong. God, I'm so glad that you chose to love us. I'm so glad that you choose to keep us. I'm so glad that you chose to die. For had it not been for your decision, God help me here. God, had it not been for your decision, for your offering yourself as a sacrifice, God, that I now I now live in the way that I live. I, I exist. It is because of you that we live, that we move and we have our being. So right now we lift our hands and say thank you. We lift our hearts and give you glory. We thank you, God, because it's about to go down like never before. You're about to accelerate. Oh, my God, those who are prepared for acceleration. And I give you praise. I give you honor and I give you glory. God, don't let us use your power in vain. Don't let us use your love in vain. Don't let us take for granted your caring. Don't let us take for granted your mercy. Don't let us take for granted your grace. God, keep us mindful that we owe you a praise on a daily basis as long as we're breathing. We owe you. We thank you right now that we are going to be payers of our debt. We're going to pay what we owe you. And so, God, I give you praise now as we leave this time. Just go with us before us. Keep us like only you can as the apple of your eye and in the hollow of your hand. And we'll be careful to give your name honor and praise be thine. It's in Jesus name I pray. Thank God. And amen. Amen. Uh, Prophet, before I go, I want to tell you that this weekend, this weekend coming, I will be in Dublin, Georgia. Bless the name of the Lord on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I will be in Augusta, Georgia. God bless you all. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow if the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Y'all be saying the most country stuff if the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Yes, sir, Jacob. Creek ain't rising. It ain't gonna rise. If the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. But if the creek does rise, we declare an ample boat. We declare an ample boat. Hello. Amen. Hello, Hello. 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 Glory. Amen. Listen, I hear y'all. Everybody go to the south. When somebody gonna come out north? Y'all gotta go to Texas. You gotta go to Jacob Church. I'm gonna be traveling. But I need somebody to come out north for a moment. Mama Lynn, listen, when y'all tell me where I can come up there, I come. Y'all just got to tell me when. But Pastor Jacob, I can't come this weekend because I'll be in Colleen, Texas at the Kingdom Life Church. And I'm so excited. But no, let's go ahead and get on our here because it's time for me to eat. It's 1224. Pastor Charles, make sure you have on the right shirt. Mama.
Why you got? Why y'all got to be like that? Yeah, I know how to act sometimes. Trust me, I know how to act sometimes. Pastor, I'm not going to even have to book me. Okay, we're gonna have a good time together. So why y'all do like that? <laughs> Listen, I love y'all. I'm praying for you guys. I hope you guys have a peaceful, prosperous, and a productive day. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow morning for waking up with the prophet at 8 a.m. This room is closing in three, two, one. Bye. Bye.